0: You're listening to the Acadiana's Morning News Podcast, brought to you by LABI and always on kpal965.com.
1: Three minutes before the hour, many dog trainers are finding that holding classes and private sessions online offer advantages for them, for their clients and the dog. Stephen Kaufman has more. Virtual dog trainer Hindi Pearson's online dog training business has expanded in recent months as many dog owners have decided that it's safer to train Fido at home in light of the coronavirus.
2: The good thing is they called you because they really want some help. So you already know that they're open to what you have to say.
1: Pearson says her service DogParenting101.com is more for the pet parent than Fido.
2: It's not so much hands-on with the dog as it is explaining to the dog parents why that behavior may be happening and steps to take to fix it or manage it.
1: Getting online help to train a dog offers flexibility.
2: We can accommodate pretty quickly. There's a much shorter wait. You can speak to quite a few people in a day because you don't have to travel to them.
1: However, virtual training does have its limitations.
2: You can only help people and explain why and what, but they have to follow through. That's, I think, where a lot of people fall down, because it's hard to be consistent.
1: Pearson says learning at home can be much less stressful and distracting for dogs and owners alike. I'm Stephen Kaufman. America in the Morning for Monday, July 13th, 2020, is produced by Tom Delac, Senior Producer Kevin Delaney. I'm John Trout. This is Westwood One News. Dragging behind your truck that accidentally started a wildfire. Sparks from dragging chains can start a wildfire. Spark a change, not a wildfire.
3: Visit SmokeyBear.com. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council.
4: Only you can prevent wildfires.
5: News Talk 96.5. K-P-E-L. Brobridge. Lafayette.
6: Nearly a quarter million cases in a day. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. That's a global coronavirus tally in a 24-hour period over the weekend.
7: This is not uh, out of control but it requires a lot of effort and everybody's going to have to do their part. Admiral
6: Brett Chirwar, a White House task force doctor, told ABCs this week we should all wear masks in public. It's mandatory starting today in another state, Louisiana.
8: Texas breaking another daily record with more than 10,000 hospitalizations Sunday. In Houston, city leaders there are calling for another lockdown. But there is a sign of major progress. New York City, once the epicenter of the pandemic, recording its first day without a death from the virus since March.
6: Fox's Jackie Abanez a fire that broke out on a Navy ship docked in San Diego yesterday, still burning this morning. 13 sailors, two firefighters remain hospitalized, though the injuries are not considered life threatening. President Trump intervening in the Roger Stone case, calling it part of a witch hunt, as Democrats still upset. Congressman Adam Schiff told ABC's this week.
9: I think anyone who cares about the rule of law in this country is nauseated uh, by the fact that the president uh, has commuted the sentence of someone who willfully lied to Congress, covered up for the president.
6: Fox's Rachel Sutherland has more live.
10: Dave, Senate Judiciary Committee Chairman Republican Lindsey Graham says he'll grant a request from Democrats to call Robert Mueller to testify about the Russia probe. Graham announced a decision on Twitter after Mueller wrote an op-ed in the Washington Post defending the prosecution and conviction of Trump ally Roger Stone on charges that arose from his investigation. President Trump commuted Stone's sentence on Friday. Dave.
6: Rachel actress Kelly Preston has died. There
10: is a sensitivity thing that some people have. I don't have it.
6: That's her from Jerry Maguire. Preston's husband, John Travolta, announced her death late last night from breast cancer. She was 57. The Washington Redskins are about to punt their name. Reportedly planning to do it today. No word on what the NFL team will be renamed. America's listening to Fox News.
9: At Fisher Investments, we do things differently. And other money managers don't understand why. Fisher Investments doesn't sell any commission investment products, and we never earn commissions on trades.
11: So what's in it for you?
9: Fisher Investments fees are structured so we do better when our clients do better. When it comes to helping clients achieve a comfortable retirement, we're clearly different. Visit fisherinvestments.com. Your 24-7 news source
5: on air, online, and with the Cape Hill News app. Now the headlines from the
0: Cape Hill News Center. Good morning, I'm Rob Kirkpatrick. On this Monday morning, your full forecast is coming up, but the hot weather is here. Daniel Phillips has your forecast coming up. Over the weekend, the state racked up almost 35,000 new cases of COVID-19, with 36 new deaths related to COVID-19 reported. So what about herd immunity? It's been talked about, but the Louisiana Department of Health says not so fast. Regional Public Health Director for Acadiana, Dr. Tina Stefanski, says if you think herd immunity is the ultimate answer for this virus we are not close to that.
12: Herd immunity can only only be achieved when upwards of 80 to 90% of people in a community, and we, we actually don't know with this virus what that number would be, um, have
0: recovered. Stavansky says scientific evidence has shown the best way to beat the virus without closing businesses
12: is by wearing masks. And the more people that wear uh, face coverings in the public, we've learned from other countries that have done this successfully. What you do is then um, if you've got a great compliance in the community, then you drive down the level of transmission.
0: Assistant State Health Officer Dr. Joe Cantor says people between the age of 18 and 29 continue to be the age group with the most new cases. And there's evidence that they're spreading the virus to older, sicker people. Cut 12. We will continue to see increasing hospitalizations, and in time, we will see,
6: unfortunately, increasing deaths.
0: The state is reporting more than 3,300 deaths. Applications are now available for the state's Main Street Recovery Program. In an interview with Keele News Radio in Shreveport, Louisiana Treasurer John Schroeder reminds small businesses in the state to apply for grants that help cover coronavirus-related costs. The funding is part of the $1.8 billion in federal money the state received as part of the CARE Recovery Act. Schroeder says that eligible businesses can apply for up to $15,000 to cover their COVID-19 expenses. President Trump and former Vice President Joe Biden easily won their respective primaries in Louisiana over the weekend. In Lafayette Parish, leadership for both the Democrat and Republican groups were also decided. Some voters on social media openly voiced their frustration that they couldn't cast a vote when they went to the polls on Saturday. It turns out in every case, it was because they were not registered as a Democrat or Republican. Louisiana's presidential preference primary is a closed primary, meaning you can only cast a vote for the party leadership in the party in which you are registered. For general elections, such as the one coming up in November, all voters can vote for all candidates. To check out the way you're registered, visit govote.com. That's G E A U X vote.com. A mask is now required, it's official today, for individuals when they are inside a business or outdoors and unable to keep distance from others. Jeff Palermo has that update. Governor
13: John Bell Edwards has been resisting a mask mandate, but after seeing the number of COVID cases and hospitalizations continue to rise, he knew something had to be done. Our current restrictions are not enough. Edwards knows there are some who oppose a mask mandate but and if you don't like the mask mandate then don't like it but wear your mask anyway. The governor says it's a better alternative than shutting down restaurants casinos and many other businesses again. I'm Jeff Palermo.
0: The U.S. Surgeon General says the battle against coronavirus can take a turn for the better if the American people do their part. On CBS's Face the Nation, Dr. Jerome Adams urged folks to follow basic public health guidelines, which include wearing a facial mask. Doing that could help turn the tide over the next two to three weeks based on how long it takes the virus to appear. Adams wore a face covering during the interview to make his point. Adams insisted the country is in a better place than earlier this year and that we're better able to respond to the virus. And finally, leaders in Minneapolis have to figure out an alternative idea after they were denied federal funding to rebuild after riots following the death of George Floyd. FEMA denied the state's request for nearly $16 million in aid Friday to help rebuild structures in the Twin Cities of Minneapolis and St. Paul. The monies would have been used to reimburse local governments for removing debris and repair and rebuilding the structures. The
14: state has 30 days to appeal that decision. High temperatures going to remain the big weather story here across Acadiana with yet another very hot day shaping up with temperatures expected to get up into the mid 90s. We're looking to push about 95 degrees later this afternoon. That heat index, though, the temperature that it feels more like outside with the humidity included, that's going to be pushing up to about 108, 110 in the later parts of the afternoon. So be prepared to take on some serious heat today. Heat advisory going to be in effect yet again for the afternoon and not a whole lot of cooling overnight either. We get down to around 79 degrees for your overnight low. Heat index going to be staying well in the 80s and maybe even lower 90s overnight. 30% chance for a quick passing shower. We'll see this hot, dry weather continue through the next several days. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPL. News Talk 96.5
0: KPL.
5: Right now, traffic.
0: And right now, getting the all clear across Acadiana on the roads. If there's anything we need to know about, you can give us a call. 232-1542. Acadiana's morning news start in just a minute and 30 seconds. I see. Good Monday morning. It's July 13th. The start of a brand new week and a ton of guests coming up on the show. Uh, Of course, we will update the weekend election results. Also, uh, look ahead to, you know, what the the next week holds. You know, a lot of things going on. Of course, watching coronavirus and bringing you that information as it comes about. Uh, Just ahead, we're going to talk to Keith Gidry just after Uh, 6.35 or so from the Lafayette Public Library they just received a pretty cool award and we're going to talk about that also the options that the library continues to offer for folks trying to pass the time Uh, during this pandemic kids home from school it's a lot of time to fill and the public library is there to help Troy Wayman from What Acadiana will update us on what businesses are thinking about you know you might think that you know, during this time of, you know, kind of uncertainty, people were stopping their thoughts about expanding and maybe relocating. But some of that has ticked up. And the folks at want Acadiana still working on attracting businesses to our area. So we're going to talk to Troy Wayman. We'll also talk to Jackie Russo for the brand buzz segment and John Williams always doing uh, something great in our area with the love our people nonprofit. So We're going to get to all that and more. It's a busy Monday. It's going to be hot today. 95 degrees with a heat advisory. Um, Heat index 106 to 111 expected later on this afternoon. So uh, make sure you keep yourself safe and hydrated. And then you can go to our website, kpal965.com, to see the signs of heat stroke, uh, heat fatigue, just uh, what you really should look out for to make sure you keep yourself safe. Uh, but first up, after a quick break, an interview from Fox News Sunday. Secretary of Education Betsy DeVos joined Chris Wallace, and in, in, in to kind of get a little bit more of an idea of what the federal government and the White House, especially, is saying about schools going back in the fall, and the, the question: You know, can the White House and the Department of Education unilaterally hold back funding for school districts that decide fall is too soon? Uh, They get into all that. It is quite the spirited debate, and we will hear it when we come back right here on Acadiana's Morning News. Stay with us on News Talk 96.5 KPAL.
15: Implicit bias. We've all got it. Many hurl the term as an insult. I take it as a compliment. I'm Kavon Bordelon, and I like being a Catholic, conservative, fun-loving guy. So let's talk about that and everything surrounding those ideals. 11 a.m. Saturdays, implicit bias on News Talk 96.5 KPAL.
16: Secretary of Education, Betsy DeVos. Uh, Secretary, you say that there should be exceptions in hotspots around the country, but that the rule, the general rule should be that schools should be fully operational and fully open in the fall. What does that mean when you talk about fully open? Does that mean in person five days a week?
17: Well, Chris, uh, we know that for kids, uh, getting back to school and getting back to learning, getting back with their peers, with their teachers is really imperative. And fully operational and fully uh, functioning means that kids can be back there. And for families that need their kids in school, in person, five days a week, that has to be an option. But for, and so the point needs to be, how do kids get back to learning in the fall full-time, and how do we ensure that they get a full year plus of learning they've they've fallen behind this spring we need to ensure they're back in a in a classroom situation wherever possible and whenever possible and fully functioning fully learning
16: since President Trump and you started calling, and you may really increase the push this week for full school reopenings. There has been sharp pushback from governors and mayors and (laughs) teachers unions. Here is some of that.
18: If anybody sat here today and told you that they could reopen the school in September, that would be reckless and negligent of that person.
17: I double-dog dare Donald Trump to sit in a class of 39 sixth graders and breathe that air without uh, any preparation for how we're going to bring our kids back
10: safely.
16: Reckless and negligent. Secretary, how do you respond?
17: Well, Chris, there's nothing in the data that suggests that kids being in school is in any way dangerous. We know that children uh, contract and uh, have the virus at far lower incidence than any other part of the population. And we know that other countries around the world have reopened their schools and have done so successfully and safely. And kids there are going back to school every day. And so that has got to be the posture here. Parents are are, are expecting that this fall their kids are going to have a full-time experience with their learning and we need to follow through on that promise
16: all right let, let's pick up on uh, this whole issue and i want to get to the other countries uh, and what's the experiences there in, in a moment but this week the president called out the cdc guidance that <laughs> has been issued about reopening schools uh, he put this tweet I want to put the tweet up. He called the guidance by the CDC on reopening schools, quote, very tough and expensive and very impractical. So let's go through specifically what the CDC is calling for. They say wash your hands regularly, stay six feet apart and wear a mask. Is that tough, expensive and impractical, Secretary?
17: Well, the, these seem to be measures that we're taking pretty much everywhere else in life and uh, they're, they're common sense approaches and as Dr. Redfield has noted, uh, there, uh, the guidelines are also that guidelines. They're meant to be helpful as in, in a posture of how you actually do things and how you actually move ahead and ensure that kids can get back into school. And as he's also noted, uh, the CDC never recommended that schools close in the first place. And so I think we need to be oriented around how do we do this, not if we do. It's not a matter of how, uh, of if; it's a matter of how we reopen schools, and how kids get back to learning full time.
16: But Secretary, I want to get to this issue of, of, because this, the President of the United States said that the CDC guidelines were tough, expensive, and impractical. I want to look at some of the other CDC guidance. They talked about putting up shielding uh, in places where six, foot of, six feet of distance is not possible, plastic shielding. Uh, they talked about staggered uh, drop-offs and pickups. Is that tough, expensive, and impractical?
17: Well, again, all of the guidelines are meant to be helpful to help uh, local education leaders decide and work on how, they're, how they are going to accomplish what they need to do, and that is getting back kids back in school based on their situation and their realities. We know that uh, schools across the country look very different and that there's not going to be a one-size-fits-all approach to everything. But the key is there has to be a posture of doing something of action of getting things going putting a plan together for your specific school for your specific district uh, or for your classroom that ensures that kids are going to start learning again this fall
16: well I, I think we all agree that kids need to learn and that to the degree possible we want to get them back to school the question is how do you balance safety and learning. You have cited the American Academy of Pediatrics in a report that they issued which said indeed that, school, that students do need to get back to school and that there are real costs cost to the students in terms of not getting back to school but the, that association issued a new report on Friday along with the teachers unions and I want to put up what they said there they said science should drive decision-making on safely reopening schools. Public health agencies must make recommendations based on evidence, not politics. They say, leave it to the health experts to say when schools should reopen in various localities.
17: Well, I'm glad you cited the American Academy of Pediatrics because they also have noted that this whole question of school and uh, and going back to school in the fall is one of health for students. And there are multiple measures for student health. We know, and as uh, Secretary Azar said, this is a question of health versus health, not health versus something else. We know that kids are suffering mentally uh, with with many mental uh, issues. We know that kids are suffering with social emotional learning issues. We know that kids from vulnerable populations and homes have been suffering by not being in school and by not continuing their learning. All of those are measures that have to be weighed along with the risk of a virus. And we know again from the data that kids don't get this virus the same way adults do and so again the the do we know about how they spread the virus because i've been
16: told the science there isn't isn't so clear secretary how they spread the virus conceivably to their parents to their grandparents to teachers in the school to custodians in the school do we know that
17: Well, that is something that is obviously continuing to be looked at and and studied. And there's, uh, again, a lot of data that suggests that kids are not spreaders. But the point is that kids have got to get back to school and and we can do that safely. And every community, every school can look at what their actual physical circumstances are and figure out ways to do this safely. We're, We're doing it in many other areas of life. If we can get back in other areas of life we certainly need to get back to school kids cannot afford well, <laughs> to not continue learning our nation can't afford to have kids not learning but, but, and preparing for their but Secretary future DeVos, we future. have
16: found the cost of, of getting back to, to, to regular life I mean we, we in a lot of states particularly in the south and the southwest we reopen bars we reopen restaurants uh, we reopen gyms and we've seen a, a spike in cases that is almost double what we had in the the height of the spring. So it's not like reopening uh, is an answer. In many cases, it creates new problems. And you mentioned earlier about other countries, you and the president had both said, well, other countries are reopening. So let's look at the, at the statistics there if we can. Let's put them up on the screen. Uh, Germany reported 378 new cases on Friday. Denmark, 30. Norway, 11. Meanwhile, the U.S., reported 68,226 new cases on Friday. Question, is it really fair, is it reasonable to compare the situation in countries that have 20 new cases in a day with a, with a country that has 68,000 new cases in a day?
17: Well, we're talking about schools and other countries' experiences with reopening schools. And it has been shown to be very successful. Kids have gone back to learning environments and have done so safely but and But schools happen in and an environment,
16: 30, if, there's, if there's 30 cases in a state, and in a country, that's very different than a place where it's out of control and there's 70,000 new cases in a day.
17: And we're not talking about places where it's, quote, out of control. We're talking about the rule, not the exception. And where there are hot spots in the future, in the fall, of course, that has to be dealt with differently. And I I would uh, reference Miami-Dade County, which has a very robust continuity of learning plan that uh, was put into place in anticipation of hurricanes, but it's very appropriate here. The state of Florida has said in the fall Parents and students need to be able to count on a five-day-a-week in-person school situation. And where those parents or where that situation suggests something else for, the, for, for a short period of time, there have to be plans to have learning continue 100% of the time, full-time, in a different setting. So Miami-Dade I has one, multiple platforms last... for students to continue to learn.
16: I have one last question Secretary DeVos because both you and the president have threatened to cut off funding for school systems that don't open fully in the fall here you are
17: If schools aren't going to reopen again uh, that's a, a you know breaking that promise and so why should they receive funds for something they're not going to do
16: And President Trump tweeted Friday, schools must be open in the fall. If not open, why would the federal government give funding? It won't. Uh, Two quick questions that I need a, a quick answer, if I can, from you, Secretary DeVos. One, under what authority are you and the president going to unilaterally cut off funding? The funding that's been approved for Congre- from Congress and most of the money goes to disadvantaged students or students with disabilities. And secondly, isn't cutting off funding exactly the wrong answer? Don't you want to spend more money to make schools safer, whether it's with, with plastic shields or uh, health checks, various other systems? It doesn't it make more sense to increase funding for schools that where it's unsafe rather than cut off funding.
17: Look, American investment in education is a promise to students and their families. If schools aren't going to reopen and not fulfill that promise, they shouldn't get the funds. Then give it to the families to decide to go to a school that is going to meet that promise. Well, you can't it's do a that. I mean, to I, the know, I know people. you guys Let's support vouchers, on the and promise. that's
16: I know you support vouchers, and that's that's a reasonable argument, but you can't do that unilaterally. You have to do that through Congress.
17: Well, we're looking at all the options because it's a promise to the American people, to students and their families, and we want to make sure that promise is followed through on.
16: Secretary DeVos, thank you. Phone lines are
5: open. Call the show at 232-1542, 232-1542, then listen live anytime with the free KPL News app. Free in the App Store or Google Play. It's the bottom of the hour. Now, the top
0: stories from KPEL965.com. Good morning. I'm Rob Kirkpatrick. It's 5 30 on Newstalk 965 KPEL. Local hospitals, Lafayette General and Our Lady of Lords, warning about capacity issues as the number of COVID 19 patients in the hospital rises. As of yesterday, the number of COVID 19 patients in our region in the hospital stands at 229. 35 of those on ventilators. That's nearly double the peak back in April. Lake Charles, Shreveport and the Alexandria areas also seeing a similar rise in hospitalizations. The New Orleans area, however, down substantially from its peak in April. The statewide facial mask mandate is in effect starting today and the governor's office has sent out guidance about what that means. Effective at 12.01 this morning, All residents over the age of eight are required to wear a face mask in public. That mandate applies to all customers inside businesses and anyone outside when social distancing of six feet cannot be practiced. Edwards made the announcement in a special press conference over the weekend, as Louisiana racked up almost 3,500 new cases and 36 deaths related to COVID-19. The governor also called for bars to be closed, whether they have a food permit or not, limited indoor events to 50 people, and encourage residents to be cautious with informal gatherings such as birthday parties. The House Education Committee will discuss plans on schools reopening in August during a 10 o'clock meeting at the state capitol today. Matt Doyle has the story. Education Committee
15: Chairman Ray Garofalo asked parents to tune into the meeting live at legis.la.gov that will feature the State Superintendent of Education, State Health Secretary, and Head of the LHSAA. He says they'll find out what the plan is. Louisiana has not moved to Phase 3 by the time classes start.
19: In the hybrid model, are they going to provide online education as well as in classroom education?
15: If you missed the meeting live, you can find it on the Legislative Broadcast
0: Archives. I'm Matt Doyle. A recent study shows 73% of people say they're concerned about returning to work and spending time away from their pets, and 59% are worried their dog or cat may suffer from separation anxiety. LSU Vet School Assistant Professor of Community Practice Nancy Wellborn says now is the time to prepare your pets for that transition.
20: That has to be a gradual thing, Uh, so what we can do ahead of time is start leaving home for, you know, 10, 15, even 30 minutes and then come back.
0: Wellborn says it's important to shake up the daily routine of leaving the house as pets, especially dogs, can pick up on the patterns that indicate when someone is leaving.
20: Getting your backpack or your purse or jiggling your keys, anything like that, they've realized that's the trigger, meaning you're about to leave. So we need to change that routine up as well. So pack your bag the night before.
0: Wellborn adds using different doors to exit your home if possible, as well as staggering the times that you leave, can throw off the triggers. Wellborn says it will help give your pet something to do and play with to take their mind off the fact that you are leaving.
20: Food dispensing toys or puzzle toys are really good. There's a ton of really good options out there. You can even make some. You can Google puzzle toys online and there's a ton of different options.
0: It appears that former special counsel Robert Mueller will once again testify before Congress. Senator Lindsey Graham tweeted Sunday that he's going to grant a request from Democrats to call Mueller before the Senate Judiciary Committee. The request comes after Mueller wrote an op-ed in the Washington Post responding to President Trump's commuting of the sentence of Roger Stone. Mueller described his investigation as fair. And finally, a new poll is showing Joe Biden with a lead over President Trump in the historically red state of Texas. The Dallas Morning News and the University of Texas at Tyler did a survey finding the former VP ahead of Trump 46 to 41 percent. 14% of voters were still undecided. A previous poll of voters in the traditionally Republican Texas showed the two tied back in April. That was weeks before the coronavirus cases spiked in the Lone Star State and again in the past few weeks. This portion of Acadiana's Morning News is brought to you by Compassion International. Join Compassion and give hope to a family in extreme poverty during COVID-19. Give a $40 one-time gift by texting the word HOPE to 83393
14: that's hope to 83393 now high temperatures going to remain the big weather story here across Acadiana with yet another very hot day shaping up with temperatures expected to get up into the mid 90s or looking to push about 95 degrees later this afternoon that heat index though The temperature that it feels more like outside with the humidity included, that's going to be pushing up to about 108, 110 in the later parts of the afternoon. So be prepared to take on some serious heat today. Heat advisory going to be in effect yet again for the afternoon and not a whole lot of cooling overnight either. We get down to around 79 degrees for your overnight low. Heat index going to be staying well in the 80s and maybe even lower 90s overnight. 30% chance for a quick passing shower. We'll see this hot, dry weather continue through the next several days. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KVL. News Talk 96.5 KVL. Right now, traffic. All right,
0: it is 635 and still uh, getting the all clear on the roads of Acadiana. Make sure you turn your headlights on, though, and buckle it up and keep it safe out there. If there's anything we need to know about, you can give us a call at 232-1542. 232-1542. Let us know what you have to see and If there's anything out there that you see, you could also do it through our KPEL News app, Click the phone in the upper right-hand corner to be connected straight to our studio. Back with
4: more after you do. You're listening to American Ground Radio's Morning Minute. On Friday, a judge put a temporary restraining order on Shreveport Mayor Adrian Perkins' mask
7: mandate until July 20th. And at the same time, a Lafayette resident is moving forward with her online petition, calling for Mayor President Josh Guillory to take stronger measures to make masks mandatory in public spaces until a vaccine is available to the public, Look, it's not whether or not the wearing of a mask is good or bad, or whether it's a minor inconvenience or not. It's about whether the assertion of power by an elected official to compel you to do so violates the law. If you choose to wear a mask,
4: that is a sensible precaution. If the government tells you to, that's tyranny. American Ground Radio, where building a better America begins with building a better us. Returning Sunday from 1 to 2 p.m. with Lewis R. Abalone and Stephen Paul on News Talk 965 KPL and streaming live at KPL965.com.
0: 39 now at News Talk 965 KPL and Keith Gidry joins us on the phone from Lafayette Public Library. Good morning to you, sir. Good morning, Rob. Happy Monday. Thank goodness for coffee. I know. I, I hear you, and I'm on about cup number three, but I do the tea, <laughs> Keith. I can't I don't know why something happened. I mean, I've always worked mornings. Something about coffee. I don't know. It's never been my thing, but I'm on I'm on a few cups of tea, so that I get that jolt of, of caffeine, you know. Tea is a good thing. However you get your caffeine, go for it. That is the truth. What well, you guys um, have a lot of tea to talk about. Um, Lafayette Public Library awarded the state's highest honor for public libraries, which is, uh, you know, it's been so important and has become even more important, obviously, in the pandemic and kids being out for school. Um, and you guys have had so many different things to really keep kids and families, everyone, occupied. We're so
19: stoked right now. The Lafayette, the Louisiana Library Association awarded us the 2020 James Modisette Award for public libraries. It's given out every two years, but not always, whenever libraries are making significant strides in improving patron services. Mm -hmm. And in the last two or three years, we've opened up the West Regional in Scott. Um, We've expanded our outreach services to include a bookmobile, uh, as well as the staff to operate them. And let me just give you some numbers. In 2018, our library system checked out more than 2.2 million items. And we had close to a million visits walk through the doors of our nine branches. Mm -hmm. So we've really been meeting the needs of everybody right now with this whole pandemic. We've had to change up some things. We're doing drive-through services right now. People can come into the library and check things out as well. But we've had to um, all of our items that are coming in. What we're doing is we'll just put them in a quarantine for seventy-two hours before we allow them to be checked out again. Okay, I hadn't even thought about that. Virtual programming, yeah, uh, on. Let's see, On when is it? Um, Tuesdays, we do a tune-in Tuesday with a summer programmer. Um, so the kids can tune in for that. Mondays and Wednesdays at Kim On Facebook, you can check out our digital story time. Uh, so it's there's a lot of different evolving that we've had to do. But our goal is the patrons. Our goal yeah. is serving this community. Uh, and what that does is it even, whenever we do good work, it attracts businesses to the area. It attracts families to the area. Uh, And whenever we all do a good job, this is the best place in Louisiana, America to live.
0: Yeah. Tell me about the uh, Biblio bike and the Go Go Biblio bookmobile because I've seen that thing in traffic. We've obviously heard a lot about (laughs) it. But, you know, for the folks that get to use it, I mean, a great resource during the summertime.
19: It's outstanding. We're, we're, whenever we started a long time ago, we had a bookmobile back in 1948, Uh, it went out of commission in 1996. And we realized that going out to the areas where people can't come in to a bricks-and-mortar library system when they don't have Internet access to get us online 24-7, we're going to come to them. So what we're doing right now with our bookmobile is we're actually going out every three weeks to different schools. Uh, We're doing this with the Lafayette Parish School System. Um, we found some schools where we could go to, and then the community can come to us during the hours that we're there. Mm-hmm. You can find out more information about it on our website, LafayettePublicLibrary.org. Uh, but I think there's six schools right now we're going to every three weeks uh, just to bring the, the library to them. We're bringing our services, we're bringing our materials, uh, and we're bringing our community.
0: You guys do a really cool thing with students in the Lafayette Parish school system as far as you know, their own library card. And when I tell you, um, you know, even with the school library or books that we would check out, like we constantly found ourselves with our six-year-old, you know, saying, mm-hmm. where are your books? Make sure the books end up <laughs> back in the, in the backpack. Make sure we know where they are. Hey, if you bring it in the car, make sure you bring it back inside. And one of the changes has been that we have transitioned her off. I mean, it's one of those things like I, I sort of feel like it's what we're going to feel like when she's 18 and she moves on with yeah. her life. Um, But we, we've we said, here's your library card. You're responsible for keeping up with everything. And though we know there are some exceptions with fines and, and other things like that, which are built in, which are so great. We still keep that in the back of our mind. Hey, how long has it been? Do we need to renew the books? Do we need to bring them back? And it has been a really great learning experience, a responsibility builder, I guess you could say. Um, And, and it's a really cool thing that you guys do. I love that you said it's teaching responsibility because the thing
19: is is that whenever we actually are given ownership or something, uh, it makes a huge difference. I've seen uh, photographs that they've sent to community relations, my department, of these children receiving a library card, and the smile on their face is Mm -hmm. bigger than a Cheshire cut. (laughs) And right now through the Lafayette Parish school system, um, if a kid has a student ID, then that child can use that student ID as a Lafayette Public Library card. There's over 31,000 students that can use that. That's
0: fine. Pretty cool. You know, it's, it's one of those things. um, You guys really are are stuck to your mission of really enhancing quality of life here. And you know what? You guys do a great job. Keith Guidry. Thanks so much for your time. It's a
19: win-win for everybody.
0: Well, you know what? Whenever we succeed. That's it. Knowledge is power too. You know, not to sound cliche, but you know, just different things. I love to check out something, because here's what you got to realize about me, Keith. I respect people who could get lost in a fiction book, okay? It's just not Uh me, and I've had to accept that. I am a (laughs) nonfiction guy. I will read a biography or watch a biography about the most obscure people, because I think the human condition is just so interesting, okay? And so, you know, when when my daughter might be gravitating towards, you know, the characters and the different things she knows – I always make sure to grab something, you know, kind of off the wall. Maybe that's not on her radar. And it's always a good time, mm-hmm. and it, it brings us all together.
19: You know, we're always going to have something for you. Uh, every family member has a different taste. Uh, and we've got graphic novels, we've got fiction, nonfiction, audiobooks. If you like CDs or DVDs, come on in. We've got Blu-rays. Uh, there's a ton of stuff. And we're just trying to meet the needs of this community, uh, and we're trying to do it in a cost-effective way. And just to be there for everyone. And let me tell you, if you don't have a library card yet, you can sign up for one online. Uh, see if you meet the the qualifications. Just go to LafayettePublicLibrary.org dot org slash get a card.
0: Awesome. Six forty six now at News Talk ninety six five Uh Keith, thanks so much for your time. You always bring so much information, and uh, you know, always bright up the morning. So we appreciate it. Good talking to you. <laughs> Thanks for being a part of our library community. Now this pandemic needs to end so we can get some more of those um some more of those Rice Crispy treats. That's all I'm saying, Keith. So. Oh, I'm telling you if, if you want some peanut
19: butter Rice Crispy treats or normal ones, you tell me I'll bring them.
0: <laughs> all right, appreciate it. Good talking to you. All right, 647 now at New Stock 965 KPL. And um, Bernadette Lee has made her way into the studio. Hey, good morning. Good morning. It's another week and I'm here. Okay. I'm so excited to see your face. Did I, did I park illegally? Back okay. Here?
8: No, you did not park illegally. Your scooter mm. looks great. I'm just wondering, do you have like, um, do you carry stuff under the seat or anything?
0: Oh, um, I'm going to be honest. I had to call ahead and yes. ask someone to come out to my truck this morning and help me get my stuff in. Right. But I because figured I'm going to pile you, yeah. it into the building and then we'll be fine.
8: Yes. Know? Right. Okay, oh, you look good. It's good to see your face. It's, hey,
0: and look at the face. I have not seen on Rob, the beard. You look. The beard so is so good, man. Just You're hey, looking look, good. All right. 6:47 now. Quick break here. We're going to come back with the KPL topic train. Bernie is in the saddle and we march on with the Katie Anna's morning news when we continue. Hey, don't forget to get our KPL news app. It's free in the App Store and Google Play thanks to our friends at Acadiana Restaurant Supply. You can get it now and be first to know everything. And who doesn't want that? Everybody wants to be yeah. first. All right, we're back with more after this.
21: Of the pandemic. This year's IRS filing date is July 15th, just two days away. And the cyber thieves are working overtime. Your Monday consumer tech update is brought to you by Simply Safe, the best security system, period. Video doorbells, cameras, and monitoring. Go to simplysafekim.com. You better watch your email out of the blue without having requested anything. You receive a very legitimate looking email with the logo of any one of America's largest tax preparation companies. The email tells you to click on the attached file and the tax prep company will help you with the last minute filing. The attached file is called TeamViewer, a very popular remote desktop sharing program. But once installed, the attackers can completely control your computer anytime they wish. They have full access to everything including banking and investment accounts. Oh, and one more thing to always remember, the IRS will never call you by phone, email you, Facebook, or text you. I'm Kim Commando. Small businesses have unique needs, and despite the current uncertainty, one thing that remains unchanged is the importance of having the right people on your team. When your business is ready to make that next hire, LinkedIn Jobs can help by matching your role with qualified candidates so you can find the right person quickly. LinkedIn is an active community of professionals with more than 690 million members worldwide. LinkedIn Jobs screens candidates with the hard and soft skills you're looking for and puts your job post in front of qualified members every day so that it's seen by people looking for jobs like yours. That's how LinkedIn Jobs can help you hire the right person faster. When your business is ready to make that next hire, find the right person with LinkedIn Jobs. You can pay what you want and get the first $50 off. Just visit linkedin.com slash Kim. Again, that's linkedin.com slash Kim to get $50 off your first job post. Once again, that address, linkedin.com slash Kim. Terms and conditions apply. Acadiana's Morning
0: News is brought to you in part by the T.J. Martell Foundation. Join the T.J. Martell Foundation in the fight against leukemia, cancer, and AIDS. Your support helps save more lives. Visit tjmartell.org to learn (laughs) more.
5: The KPL Topic Train is running right on time, driven by Bruce Art Poche LLP, certified public accountants.
0: And welcome into the KPL Topic Train. A reminder, tax day is just 2 days away, so if you need to file that extension or if you have everything ready to go, make sure you take care of that. If you need help, our friends at Bruce Art Poche are ready to do it for you. So, the fastest rising delivery foods during the pandemic. So, Grubhub, of course, has seen a huge spike. I mean, deliveries, it is uh, another version of the uh, waiter platform, you know, picking up your takeout food and delivering it to your house. So here are the top five things people are getting more of since the pandemic started. Chili up 288% and not Chili's, the restaurant, Chili, the food, 228%. Ice lattes up 261%. Vanilla milkshakes, up 273%. Not not bad. Sounds good to me. Uh, Plant-based burgers, up 291%. And spicy chicken sandwiches, uh, probably thanks to the buzz still lingering from Popeyes, um, up almost 300% now. So uh, take a listen to this. A bear opened the door to a house, attacks a man inside, and... A new species of sharks can walk on land. Two stories we have in your Topic Train 2020. uh, We have been talking about so many different things. The murder hornets we heard about for a little while. Well, first up, a 54-year-old guy just outside of Aspen, Colorado, attacked by a bear on Friday night. So how? Well, the bear managed to open the front door of the guy's house, barge inside, then swipe at the guy's face and neck. The man had to go to emergency surgery for severe face and neck injuries. Wildlife officials caught that bear, euthanized it, and says there's nothing the guy did to make the bear break into the house or attack him. The bear did that all on his own. A second animals are coming story for the day comes from um, the journal Marine and Freshwater Research. So scientists in Australia have found a new species of shark, that can get out of the water and walk on land. They say there are a few species of shark that can walk on their fins, but this new one developed the ability even more recently. Sharks are evolving the ability to hop out of the water, especially if they are in shallow tide pools that dry up. So far, they can't go very far, obviously, because they need to be in the water to breathe. Anyway, um, finally, in the Cape topic topic, some sad news to report actress Kelly Preston has died. Her husband, John Travolta, announced... Her fight with a battle with breast cancer, it ended yesterday. Two years she fought. She was 57 years old. Um, This one comes as a big shock because she kept her diagnosis and treatment private from fans and from the public. A statement from the family says, quote, she was a bright, beautiful and loving soul who cared deeply about others and who brought life to everything she touched. Her family asked for your understanding and their need for privacy. At this time, um, uh, besides being the husband of John Travolta, she was in the movies *Twins*, *Jerry Maguire*, *For the Love of the Game*, and then, of course, uh, one of the main characters in *The Cat in the Hat*. So, our thoughts and prayers are with the Travolta-Preston family. The Rush Morning Update is brought to you by Luxury Limo of Lafayette. Book your next traveling party at LuxuryLimoofLafayette.net. Last week,
18: the Seattle City Council approved a payroll tax on Amazon, city's largest employer. The company that's responsible for creating more jobs than any other business in that town. After passing the tax, Councilwoman Kashama Sawant dared Amazon CEO Jeff Bezos to try to stop the Amazon tax. She warned him that if he objects, he'll lose. And that was just for starters. Listen carefully to what this elected official said to her city's largest job creator. We are coming for you and your rotten system, she said to Bezos. We're coming to dismantle this deeply oppressive, racist, sexist, violent, utterly bankrupt system of capitalism this police state we cannot and will not stop until we overthrow it and replace it with a world based instead on solidarity genuine democracy and equality a socialist world now mr bezos if you expected gratitude for building a business that employs hundreds of thousands of people a business that turned seattle into a techno magnet forget it these leftists these elected officials your elected they hate you They hate your business. They hate your success. And make no mistake, ladies and gentlemen, leftists will not stop until they turn America into what Seattle is becoming, a dangerous, lawless, socialist hellhole. Why Amazon stays there amid all this hate, I really don't know. My friends, we're all living through tough times in our nation, but my good friends at Mahindra have shared with me that their customers are finding comfort in working their land. Mahindra owners are also using their tractors to help family members and to help out their neighbors. And your Mahindra dealers are there for you, too, right in your community. If you need a tractor to work through these tough times, visit whymahindra.com. Just build your own tractor and your local Mahindra dealer will give you a custom quote. I mean, they'll even deliver directly to your property. Right now, during Mahindra's summer sales event, you'll also get special savings on Mahindra, the official tractor of tough. So visit whymahindra.com now and bless all of us as we get through these tough times together.
6: Take advantage of rock-bottom prices and test drive a Mahindra today at Longlinet Tractor in Abbeville. Or visit longlinetractor.com. That's longlinetractor.com.
0: Get the latest headlines online anytime with the KPEL News app. Download it for free in the App Store and Google Play. KPEL FM, Bro Bridge, Lafayette.
6: Wearing a mask is now required in public in half the states. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News, Louisiana and Michigan. Join the club today. Surgeon General Dr. Jerome Adams told CBS Face the Nation. We need people to understand why they're doing it, and we need people to understand how they benefit from it. Because if we just try to mandate it, you have to have an enforcement mechanism. In Michigan, people could be fined 500 bucks. Businesses that don't require masks could have licenses suspended. There have been anti-mask protests there and in Florida, which Sunday reported the biggest single rise in coronavirus cases for any state during this entire outbreak, more than 15,000. Another big issue, getting kids back to school like President Trump wants. Fox's Rachel Sutherland has more on this live.
10: Dave, in internal documents obtained by the New York Times, the Centers for Disease Control warns that fully opening K-12 in colleges poses the highest risk. This is Education Secretary Betsy DeVos told Fox News Sunday kids
17: need to get back to school. Every community, every school can look at what their actual physical circumstances are and figure out ways to do this safely. The CDC says schools should be prepared for potential coronavirus outbreaks
10: regardless of the level of community. transmission, Dave.
6: Rachel, a federal execution is planned today for the first time in nearly two decades. Triple murderer Daniel Lee said to be lethally injected at a federal prison in Indiana. An appeals court put it back on schedule overruling a lower court's delay over coronavirus worries for witnesses. The Redskins are going away. Washington's NFL team reportedly going to announce today it's getting rid of the controversial name as corporate
15: sponsor pressure built. FedEx, who holds the naming rights to the Redskins stadium, went as far as to threaten to terminate that deal that runs through 2027. As for the new name, that will be revealed at a later date as the franchise works out trademark issues ahead of this upcoming season.
6: Fox's Mad Napolitano actress Kelly Preston has died. She was only 57. Her husband, John Travolta, announced she had breast cancer. America's listening to Fox News.
9: At Fisher Investments, we do things differently, and other money managers don't understand why. Because our way works great for us. But it may not work for your clients. That's why Fisher Investments is a fiduciary obligated to put clients first. It's the highest standard for a financial advisor.
11: So, what do you provide? Cookie cutter portfolios like the rest of us?
9: No cookie cutter portfolios here. Fisher Investments tailors portfolios to meet each client's goals and
11: needs. But you do sell investments that earn you high commissions, right? And make commissions when you make trades for your clients?
9: No. Fisher Investments doesn't sell any commission investment products, and we never earn commissions on trades.
11: So what's in it for you?
9: Fisher Investments fees are structured so we do better when our clients do better. When it comes to helping clients achieve a comfortable retirement, we're clearly different. Visit FisherInvestments.com to find out why investors like you switch to us. Fisher Investments, clearly different
11: money management. Investments in securities involve the risk of loss. Thirteen
6: sailors remain hospitalized along with two firefighters the morning after a fire broke out on a Navy ship docked in San Diego. It is still burning. Roger Stone was supposed to report to prison tomorrow, but... Democrats are still upset over President Trump commuting his sentence. Congressman Adam Schiff told ABC's this week.
9: Republicans won't stand up for the rule of law, won't stand up for the independence of the Justice Department.
13: Former special counsel Robert Mueller says even if Stone doesn't spend a day in jail, his conviction for witness tampering and obstruction will stand. Mueller defended his probe in a Washington Post op-ed. The White House reacted by calling Mueller's investigation corrupt and that its findings exonerated the president. But Senate Judiciary Committee Chair Lindsey Graham tweeted that if Mueller can defend himself in the press, he can also do so before senators. Graham took to Twitter to say he'd grant Senate Democrats' request for Mueller to testify before his committee. Mueller appeared before House members nearly a year ago.
0: Gerdahl Scott, Fox News.
6: The U.S. is getting ready to return to the moon in 2024. And someday, maybe a manned mission to Mars. But we aren't alone, wanting to explore the red planet.
10: Mars is about to get a lot of visitors from planet Earth. The U.S., China, and the United Arab Emirates are sending spacecraft to Mars in quick succession beginning this week. It's the most sweeping effort yet to seek signs of ancient microscopic life on Mars, while scoping out the place for future astronauts. The most enticing rock samples will be collected by NASA for return to Earth in about a decade. The United Arab of Emirates is up first with a Martian orbiter set to launch from Japan on Wednesday. China is targeting a liftoff around July 23rd, and the U.S. aims to launch its rover on July 30th. I'm Mary Corsetti, Fox News.
6: On Wall Street, stocks could rise, heading to the Nasdaq's already record high level. The Dow futures are up 200 points. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News.
5: Your 24 7 news source on air, online, and with the Cape Hill News app. Now, the headlines from
0: the Cape Hill News Center. Good morning. I'm Rob Kirkpatrick. On this Monday morning, your full forecast is coming up, but the hot weather is here. Daniel Phillips has your forecast coming up. Over the weekend, the state racked up almost 35,000 new cases of COVID 19, with 36 new deaths related to COVID 19 reported. So what about herd immunity? It's been talked about, but the Louisiana Department of Health says not so fast. Regional Public Health Director for Acadiana, Dr. Tina Stefanski, says if you think herd immunity is the ultimate answer for this virus, we are not close to that.
12: Herd immunity can only only be achieved when upwards of 80 to 90% of people in a community, and we, we actually don't know with this virus what that number would be, um,
0: have recovered. Stavansky says scientific evidence has shown the best way to beat the virus without closing businesses
12: is by wearing masks. And the more people that wear uh, face coverings in the public, we've learned from other countries that have done this successfully. What you do is then, um, if you've got a great compliance in the community, then you drive down the level of transmission.
0: Assistant state health officer, Dr. Joe Cantor says, people between the age of 18 and 29 continue to be the age group with the most new cases. And there's evidence that they're spreading the virus to older, sicker people. Cut 12. We will continue to see increasing hospitalizations. And in time, we will
6: see, unfortunately, increasing deaths.
0: The state is reporting more than 3,300 deaths. Applications are now available for the state's Main Street Recovery Program. In an interview with Keele News Radio in Shreveport, Louisiana Treasurer John Schroeder reminds small businesses in the state to apply for grants that help cover coronavirus-related costs. The funding is part of the $1.8 billion in federal money the state received as part of the CARE Recovery Act. Schroeder says that eligible businesses can apply for up to $15,000 to cover their COVID-19 expenses. President Trump and former Vice President Joe Biden easily won their respective primaries in Louisiana over the weekend. In Lafayette Parish, leadership for both the Democrat and Republican groups were also decided. Some voters on social media openly voiced their frustration that they couldn't cast a vote when they went to the polls on Saturday. It turns out in every case, it was because they were not registered as a Democrat or Republican. Louisiana's presidential preference primary is a closed primary, meaning you can only cast a vote for the party leadership in the party in which you are registered. For general elections, such as the one coming up in November, all voters can vote for all candidates. To check out the way you're registered, visit GoVote.com. That's G-E-A-U-X, vote.com. A mask is now required. It's official today for individuals when they are inside a business or outdoors and unable to keep distance from others. Jeff Palermo has that update.
13: Governor John Bell Edwards has been resisting a mask mandate, but after seeing the number of COVID cases and hospitalizations continue to rise, he knew something had to be done. Our current restrictions are not enough. Edwards knows there are some who oppose a mask mandate, but... And if you don't like the mask mandate, then don't like it. But wear your mask anyway. The governor says it's a better alternative than shutting down restaurants, casinos, and many other businesses again. I'm Jeff Palermo.
0: The U.S. Surgeon General says the battle against coronavirus can take a turn for the better if the American people do their part. On CBS's Face the Nation, Dr. Jerome Adams urged folks to follow basic public health guidelines, which include wearing a facial mask. Doing that could help turn the tide over the next two to three weeks based on how long it takes the virus to appear. Adams wore a face covering during the interview to make his point. Adams insisted the country is in a better place than earlier this year and that we're better able to respond to the virus. And finally, leaders in Minneapolis have to figure out an alternative idea after they were denied federal funding to rebuild after riots following the death of George Floyd. FEMA denied the state's request for nearly $16 million in aid Friday to help rebuild structures in the twin cities of Minneapolis and St. Paul. The monies would have been used to reimburse local governments for removing debris and repair and rebuilding the structures.
14: The state has 30 days to appeal that decision. High temperatures going to remain. The big weather story here across Acadiana with yet another very hot day shaping up with temperatures expected to get up into the mid-90s. We're looking to push about 95 degrees later this afternoon. That heat index, though, The temperature that it feels more like outside with the humidity included. That's going to be pushing up to about 108, 110 in the later parts of the afternoon. So be prepared to take on some serious heat today. Heat advisory going to be in effect yet again for the afternoon, and not a whole lot of cooling overnight either. We get down to around 79 degrees for your overnight low. Heat index going to be staying well in the 80s and maybe even lower 90s overnight. 30% chance for a quick passing shower. We'll see this Hot, dry weather continue through the next several days. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 k
8: Our weather update brought to you by LifeLock. Only watching your credit to help protect your identity? You could miss certain threats. Save on LifeLock Identity Theft Protection at their summer sale. Go to LifeLock.com, promo code RISK. The sale ends on July 20th.
5: News Talk 96.5 KPL Right now, traffic.
8: Double-checking traffic. East Pond de Mouton at Louisiana Avenue. Got some road debris there. That's East Pond de Mouton at Louisiana Avenue. Please make sure that you're buckling up and keeping it safe out there. Traffic brought to you by ExpressPros.com. Looking for an easier way to find your next job? It's time to get to know Express Employment Professionals. Find a location near you at expresspros.com.
5: To honor America and perform our national anthem, please welcome three-time Grammy winner,
11: Pink.
22: Oh, say. That's right.
0: Seven seventeen. You know what? Here's the problem. The universe can keep us apart. I know. Do I sound all right, by the way? <laughs> you sound like Rob. Okay. I mean, that's
8: my normal. Yay.
0: Is this really what you have to hear?
8: Hold on. Oh, now nah, come on. Hey, okay. Look, listen, please don't break any more I body w- parts <laughs> not to be around me. <laughs> no. I miss you too much when you're gone. Okay. Anyways. Okay.
0: I guess this is what I sound like. Boom. Yeah. I guess did I did you y- get
8: new headphones?
0: Well, you know what? I think I had a week where I was plugged in at my house, uh-huh. and so I'm not used to You're hearing not myself. not used to it. Yeah, it's different. Anyways, it's a different uh, welcome sounds. into Acadiana's Morning News. Rob and Bernie, we're back together, and um, I couldn't be happier. Bernie, eh, she probably... Stop it. She probably was enjoying last week, but you know, oh, that's all right. that's
8: not true, little boy.
0: Okay. Yes. So I want to discuss the closed primary situation. Okay. Because I saw a few rants on Facebook that people were pretty peeved when either... They couldn't vote Uh or when they went into the voting booth Uh candidates from a party. They don't claim to be a part of whether you were just seeing Republican candidates or Mm -hmm. just seeing Democrat. And it was not who they wanted to vote. A lot of people skip the presidential preference primary. 18.6 percent. Okay, that was the turnout. And that was considered a pretty pretty good. I think pretty
8: good. Yeah. So especially
0: in a situation where the presidential race is essentially already. We're not talking about, you know, in these incumbent years, you know who the one's gonna be. I mean, when when does a party say you're going for a second term? Eh, let's just run some other people. That's it's just not how it works. Anyway, it wouldn't work that way, right. Okay, Okay, so there was one specific video on Facebook where a woman went in, she went in to vote, had her driver's license and everything. Mm -hmm. I'm assuming she didn't have her voter card only because on the voter card it would tell you what party you're registered for.
8: And, you know, a lot of times you forget those, even if you get them in the mail. Because you you just have to bring your
0: ID here. Okay. So she goes in and she wanted to vote Republican, but she just saw Democrat candidates. And so she kind of raised a little bit of hell, according to her Facebook page, in that Uh she was only seeing some of it. So, Uh of, of course, she posts this video. People immediately start saying, well, it's a closed primary. And then I started reading in more and more of the comments a lot of people don't know what that means, especially if you wanted to go in and vote for a Republican candidate and you've always been registered a Republican. Right. You wouldn't even know. Because when you walked in, you're just going to see the RPEC candidates right. and the okay, and the Republican yes. presidential candidates. Okay. I think that by the way, that the way that shook out, it was like 96% Trump. And then, you know, the other few got. It's also funny to see what kind of votes people get, because sometimes they get like a couple thousand. It doesn't, I mean, statewide, obviously, right. doesn't, yeah, 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 yeah. doesn't matter. And the campaigns aren't running, but it's always interesting to see. Mm-hmm. Um, also interesting to see who's willing to pay $5,000 to put themselves on a ballot in the state. But right. whatever, to each his own. It's America. Well, yeah, put dude, yourself on the ballot the if you want. That's the part about it. So here's the deal. So a closed primary, we have both in the state of Louisiana. But for the presidential preference primary, that's obviously going to ha- only happen every four years. When we have a presidential election that's coming up in the November. Right. We have and a the lot primary.
8: Skip it. A lot of people Skip it, people skip it, it you know?
0: and especially if you have nothing else to drive you. Right. Basically it was the, you know, the RPEC and the DPEC. So right. that's the part local party leadership and then right. the presidentials. Okay. Right. So I just felt like it was an important time to yeah, say it is. if it's that an number issue. one, if that was your issue, if you had that, now's the time to go to GoVote.com. Mm-hmm. You can make adjustments. You uh-huh. can change your party affiliation. You can also do it in person downtown at the clerk of court's office. Register our voters. Department is especially where you need to go. Mm-hmm. Um, Charlene Mo Menard would probably be happy to help you. Yeah. You know, and, and fix those things. But now's the time to do it. Yeah. Don't wait until Election Day because that's going to be right around the corner.
8: That's the reason they call Louisiana's elections the jungle primary uh-huh. because everybody's on the ballot. Yeah. In a closed primary sp- uh, state, you pick one Republican and one Democrat. OK, so if you are registered Democrat, and a lot of people have been for years and years and years, mm-hmm. even though they vote Republican. I was about to
0: say, they might be the old blue dog Democrats right, exactly who were, were the old version, and right. now they vote for current Republicans. Right. Your registration has to change in order to right. be able to vote in these closed. Right. Only in those things. Just in the closed Yeah, primary. just in
8: the closed. And a lot of people skip them, so they don't even realize until it comes down to somebody they're very passionate about. And then you go there and you're like, wait a minute, this doesn't make sense, which is always a good lesson. Keep this in the back of your your head, you know, stuff it in your hat or whatever. Don't vote until you don't push the little button that says cast my ballot until you've asked all the questions you need to. That's what the yep. commission. I was about to say, that's why there they're there. Them. You could stick yeah. your
0: little head out and say, come inside. Do they still do the curtain? My place doesn't do the curtain. anymore. I still
8: have a curtain. Do you? Yeah.
0: You can yeah. just see everyone's feet around. Mm-hmm. You kind of glance around like, under what You're kind like, of feet those are. Who
8: shoes are those?
22: Those yeah. look like
0: independent feet. Why are you here? <laughs> you can't vote for anything. Those so... look like Green Party feet. You can't be here today. <laughs> so anyway, but people were kind of peeved, and yeah. it's always a good reminder. There yeah. are a lot of people. Yeah, I'll be honest. I'm one of them. I have not touched nor cared about my voter registration and the details of it since I got my first Whatever it was when I was 18, when you're mm-hmm. the DMV signed you up, mm-hmm. you know, when you do well, that. Yeah, and you, you, remember, do it.
8: you remember, let's see here. How many years ago was it that for a short time we returned to a closed primary system? Even in the big? And it was for one of the congressional elections. It was for the federal elections mm-hmm. only. And it was for one term, I believe. Yeah, I mean, this is within the last 10, 15 years. Okay. And then immediately it switched back. Yeah. Because people just didn't
0: like well, it. Well, people want the choice. Yeah. You know, there are sometimes. guess what? Yeah. You may you may be the you know, hardest core Democrat, but you love what's going on in the country economy-wise. You want to vote for Trump. Right. You right. can do that. You so, can do that. So, anyways.
8: All right, well, there you go. I just
0: feel like people should know and also know that you can always update. Like, you can change. You know, yeah. of course, there's always going to be, you know, there, there especially around elections. People are so passionate about yep, it. I think people are thing. always going to worry, you know, that that something has gone astray. But um, just Nothing keep wrong up, with
8: asking questions. keep up with it,
0: and ask those commissioners. Make them yep. work for that two hundred dollars a uh, day. That's right, right,
8: that's right. Make them
0: work for it anyway.
8: Working hard for mm-hmm. the right. money. Seven twenty three. <laughs> <laughs> are you going to go to the phones? Well, I Let's mean, it was see. ringing. <laughs> I figured what.
0: What is it, heard? It's Monday. That's the Could truth. Be, yeah. Hey, good morning. You're on with Robin Bernie. Good
3: morning. Good morning. Oh, wow. morning.
0: What's going on? What are your thoughts? Yeah.
3: Well, I tried, uh, just like you were talking about, I tried to go vote over in Tokyo early Saturday morning mm-hmm. just to get out of the way, and it said I wasn't eligible to vote. So I didn't know it was a closed pro- primary. Yeah. So they told me about it, and they said not eligible to vote on my thing. And it's like, okay, I didn't know. But I tried to call the station. Saturday morning to kind of, you know, maybe you guys could put something out, but y'all were playing a replay from Friday.
0: Yeah. So nobody answered the phone. <laughs> it was, uh, yeah, it was the best stuff. Uh, that's what we do on Saturday, sir. Yeah.
3: <laughs> but now that, yeah, so I was trying to, thank you. I was trying to let you guys know something to where y'all could put it out to where other people wouldn't waste their time. Now, luckily I was close by, so it wasn't a big deal, you yeah. know?
0: So. Yeah. Well, and gotcha. so, so are you going to be one of those folks that, that goes to change your registration so you can vote again? Are you, are you happy to not to vote in the closed
3: no, nah, it was okay with the clothes because there was only two people anyway. You yeah. knew who they were going to be,
0: yeah. So it sure. wasn't
3: a it wasn't a big deal. But uh, I just always wanted to keep my options open. what we uh, like hey, were right. talking about earlier. It's like a buffet. Yeah.
0: You know, when you go into the voting booth, you got fried chicken, you got fried fish, you got broiled fish. I mean, you got everything. <laughs> you know. Thanks for the call. We right. appreciate it.
8: All right. Cool.
0: All right. Seven twenty-five. And so, in
8: another four years, same it's situation. Have, exactly.
0: Yeah. Let's let's go ahead and look in our crystal ball in. April of, what is it going to be, 2024, well, And are going to have I another closed primary.
8: We had mentioned it several times, but obviously not enough. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're a Republican, you'll vote for the RPEC members. If you're a Democrat, you'll vote for your DPEC members, et cetera. Mm-hmm. So we'll just put a little note to ourselves in four years again and write down, hey, you know, do a separate PSA. We'll, we'll, about I was going to say, part. we'll
0: put a PSA in. All right. All right. 726 now at News Talk 96.5 KPL. We're going to take a quick break. Bottom of the hour news is coming up. And then we'll talk to Jackie Rusez, Brand Buzz. That's coming up as well. And a lot of businesses really trying to figure out what to do. We're going to talk more about that all coming up.
5: The very latest on your way into
0: work. Every morning. Rob and Bernie on Acadiana's Morning News. I'm um. It's your chance to give back to the community and possibly win prizes. Coming up with KPEL and the Vitalant team for the 12th annual Race Against the Clock Marathon Blood Drive. It's happening Thursday, July 9th through Saturday, July 11th. Go to vitalant.org for more information.
5: It's the bottom of the hour. Now the top
0: stories from KPEL96.5.com. Local hospitals, Lafayette General and Our Lady of Lords, warning about capacity issues as the number of COVID-19 patients in the hospital rises. As of yesterday, the number of COVID-19 patients in our region in the hospital stands at 229. 35 of those on ventilators. That's nearly double the peak back in April. Lake Charles, Shreveport, and the Alexandria areas also seeing a similar rise in hospitalizations. The New Orleans area, however, down substantially from its peak in April. The statewide facial mask mandate is in effect starting today and the governor's office has sent out guidance about what that means, effective at 12:01 this morning. All residents over the age of eight are required to wear a face mask in public. That mandate applies to all customers inside businesses and anyone outside when social distancing of six feet cannot be practiced. Edwards made the announcement in a special press conference over the weekend as Louisiana racked up almost 3,500 new cases and 36 deaths related to COVID-19. The governor also called for bars to be closed whether they have a food permit or not limited indoor events to 50 people, and encourage residents to be cautious with informal gatherings such as birthday parties. The House Education Committee will discuss plans on schools reopening in August during a 10 o'clock meeting at the state capitol today. Matt Doyle has the story. Education
15: Committee Chairman Ray Garofalo asked parents to tune into the meeting live at legis.la.gov that will feature the State Superintendent of Education, State Health Secretary, and Head of the LHSAA. He says they'll find out what the plan is. Louisiana has not moved to Phase 3 by the time classes start. In the
19: hybrid model, are they going to provide online education as well as in classroom education?
15: If you missed the meeting live, you can find it on the Legislative Broadcast
0: Archives. I'm Matt Doyle. A recent study shows 73% of people say they're concerned about returning to work and spending time away from their pets, and 59% are worried their dog or cat may suffer from separation anxiety. LSU Vet School Assistant Professor of Community Practice Nancy Wellborn says now is the time to prepare your pets for that transition.
20: That has to be a gradual thing. Uh, so what we can do ahead of time is start leaving home for you know, 10, 15, even 30 minutes and then come back.
0: Wellborn says it's important to shake up the daily routine of leaving the house as pets, especially dogs, can pick up on the patterns that indicate when someone is leaving.
20: Getting your backpack or your purse or jiggling your keys, anything like that, they've realized that's the trigger, meaning you're about to leave. So we need to change that routine up as well. So pack your bag the night before.
0: Wellborn adds using different doors to exit your home if possible, as well as staggering the times that you leave, can throw off the triggers. Wellborn says it will help give your pet something to do and play with to take their mind off the fact that you are leaving.
20: Food dispensing toys or puzzle toys are really good. There's a ton of really good options out there. You can even make some. You can Google puzzle toys online and there's a ton of different options.
0: It appears that former special counsel Robert Mueller will once again testify before Congress. Senator Lindsey Graham tweeted Sunday that he's going to grant a request from Democrats to call Mueller before the Senate Judiciary Committee. The request comes after Mueller wrote an op-ed in the Washington Post responding to President Trump's commuting of the sentence of Roger Stone. Mueller described his investigation as fair. And finally, a new poll is showing Joe Biden with a lead over President Trump in the historically red state of Texas. The Dallas Morning News and the University of Texas at Tyler did a survey finding the former VP ahead of Trump 46 to 41 percent. 14% of voters were still undecided. A previous poll of voters in the traditionally Republican Texas showed the two tied back in April. That was weeks before the coronavirus cases spiked in the Lone Star State and again in the past few weeks.
14: High temperatures going to remain the big weather story here across Acadiana with yet another very hot day shaping up with temperatures expected to get up into the mid-90s. We're looking to push about 95 degrees later this afternoon. That heat index, though, the temperature that it feels more like outside with the humidity included, that's going to be pushing up to about 108, 110 in the later parts of the afternoon. So be prepared to take on some serious heat today. Heat advisory going to be in effect yet again for the afternoon and not a whole lot of cooling overnight either. We get down to around 79 degrees for your overnight low heat index going to be staying well in the 80s and maybe even lower 90s overnight. 30% chance for a quick passing shower. We'll see this hot, dry weather continue through the next several days. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPAL.
4: You're listening to American Ground Radio's Morning Minute. On Friday, a judge put a temporary restraining order on Shreveport Mayor
7: Adrian Perkins' mask mandate until July 20th. And at the same time, a Lafayette resident is moving forward with her online petition calling for Mayor President Josh Guillory to take stronger measures to make masks mandatory in public spaces until a vaccine is available to the public. Look, it's not whether or not the wearing of a mask is good or bad, or whether it's a minor injury convenience or not. It's about whether the assertion of power by an elected official to compel you to do so violates the law.
4: If you choose to wear a mask, that is a sensible precaution. If the government tells you to, that's tyranny. American Ground Radio, where building a better America begins with building a better us. Returning Sunday from 1 to 2 p.m. with Lewis R. Abalone and Stephen Parle. On News Talk 96.5, KPL, and streaming live at KPL96.5.com.
5: News Talk 96.5, KPL, right now, traffic.
8: We do have a report of a traffic crash right now with injuries. Ambassador Caffrey, right at West Congress. That's Ambassador Caffrey, right at West Congress, and it is a traffic crash with injuries. So, Make sure you're buckling up, keeping it safe out there today. Our traffic update brought to you by LifeLock. Only watching your credit to help protect your identity. Well, you could miss certain threats. Save on LifeLock identity theft protection at their summer sale. Go to lifeLock.com, promo code RISK. Sale ends on July twenty. 20- Program.
0: I mean, how can your head not bob like mine when you hear this?
8: Because I'm doing the shoulder thing.
0: Yeah. You know what? <laughs> Hold on one second. Wait, what are you doing? Yes, my pulse I can feel in oh, my swollen okay. leg All right. is um is to the song. You know, to the Nice. Beat. So good. That's pretty good. All right, it's 7.39 now at Newstalk 96.5 KPL and continuing, gosh, in its 12 year. Okay, that almost seems impossible. Brand buzz. Jackie Russo joins us in studio. Good morning to you, ma'am. Good morning. I was like 10 years old when we started. So yes, quite possible. <laughs> that's right. That's right. I mean, who would have thought you would be plugging your car into your garage one day <laughs> and still doing the brand bus segment when you started? Come on.
2: Well, imagine what technology we'll have
0: when we're done. <laughs> well, you know what? There's Something about the stamina that you and Bernie both have, I think you're both going to outlast me. I mean, like one <laughs> one of these days I'm just going to collapse and be like, I, I've said everything I could say, you know. Um, by the way, we're going to talk to Troy Wayman for One Acadiana tomorrow morning at 810. I have given him a pass on not answering our phone call this morning, but... You better yeah. expect the hard questions. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so um, what's going on in the world of business from your perspective? Um, you are a small business owner uh, in Acadiana, and we're grappling with another uptick, okay? Um, it's. I, I think whenever we're you know, two years down the road and we're looking back at this thing, it at least at this point, looks like April was child's play. We're at a more than double hospitalization rate than we were at our peak back in April here in Region 4. Um, and businesses are having to respond and and to make sure that they're, they're doing it right, make sure that they're doing it carefully, but also trying to protect their livelihoods.
2: Absolutely. And that's the thing is they have to protect their employees, they have to protect their customers, and they have to uh, protect their bottom line. And it's a fine line to watch um, all three of those at the same time. It's tough. Mm-hmm.
0: And I think government also has the hard hard, you know, job to do because you sort of have in two hands, you know, this public health emergency, but also needing to ensure the economy is where it needs to be to be sustainable.
2: Exactly. And I think some of the biggest parts is there seems to be so um, many vague guidelines. You know, I think that people want clarity. And so it's hard when they feel like they're not getting clear answers. And it appears to be that there's some double standards or double talk or, Um, why is this okay, but this isn't, that is very confusing for people. Um, So when you're dealing with a situation like a novel virus, it changes, and people have never dealt with it before, so they're not sure what to expect. It makes that even more confusing and um, just more difficult to be good rule followers.
0: Well, I'll tell you, I mean, a lot of people, I was seeing some of the reaction as I was sort of watching live comments on the governor's press conference um, on Saturday. Um, was the fact that, you know, here's what we're going to do with masks. Here's the limit we're going to put on on in-person, you know, events under one roof and different things. But we're not looking to enforce it in churches. Now, I don't think anyone listened to that and said, wait, hold on. No, enforce it at churches. I think what they were thinking was logical. Well, wait a second. If you're not going to enforce it in one place, then does that really should that be a signal for how serious you're taking it as a whole you know and and i yeah. think that is where the messaging really gets muddy because you know you this is a medical emergency okay but you're having to break it down or you should be trying to break it down into what people can actually understand
2: exactly and that's really where it comes down to is if you don't have consistent rules across the board for everything then people aren't sure if they should take
11: your advice on anything.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, And you know what? You Don't give anyone a reason not to. If, you know, if nothing right. else, you're being nice about it. But I'm saying there are some people who already thought this is BS, and then they heard the announcement on Saturday, and they said, yep, still BS. And you almost have to understand <laughs> okay. how they arrived at that, at that position if it's not clear. But these lessons could really be yeah. applied to any business, any message, any type of communication that, that you do.
2: Well, and I think part of it is understanding your target audience. So whether you are with government and trying to provide some major cultural shifts in how people are going to behave and interact with each other, or you're a business and you're trying to sell things, um, products and services, ultimately you need to understand your target audience. You've got to know who you're talking to so that you understand how to talk to them, to explain it in a way that makes sense, is consistent, and will compel them to action. I mean, this whole thing is an exercise in good and bad branding.
0: Yep. Yep. And you and you see it, I I'll tell you, I don't think they've done everything right, obviously because there have still been issues over in Europe, but I will tell you in the UK, I feel like their messaging is so clear and they have it printed on everything. So you're watching the prime minister speak and on the on the um podium right there is Essentially, kind of like what our local government has done, three one one, like call three one one. That's where we're putting all of our, you know, connectors. Okay, so if you have a question right. about, whenever we were doing the PPP, if you had a question about you know, the safe shop, that was the place that you called. There really is no centralized. I mean, you can go to Louisiana Department of Health website to get information on that, but there really is no centralized message that's being pushed home, like. Everything you need to know is listed right here at this website. And no click-throughs, like just right there. Give me a table, Jackie. Give me columns and rows that, like, with an if-then graph. If this is your business, then this is what you need to do. If if you're just a person, because I I see these emails that we get in and Facebook messages, and there's this one person, and every time it changes, she asks the most valid questions. So after everything happened with the mask, she said, okay, so do we have to wear masks when we're walking outside? And the overarching answer is no, unless you have to be within six feet of people and then it's a yes, you know, but that could be right. very easily put into a graph.
2: Right. Well, And that's what we all come back to is explain to me in my scenario how this rule applies. Mm-hmm. Um, and, or, you know, you and I texted about it over the weekend. I'm like, hey, decipher, riddle me this, Rob. Um, how does this apply to offices with less than 20 employees?
0: And then you have to analyze it. I mean, you literally just have to say, "Okay, let me go back to what I know. Is it 50 people? No, it's not 50 people. So but it's also not an event. So it wouldn't count there. The public doesn't come into your office. Right. So then that is another, I guess, little point that, that, Mm -hmm. you know, kind of plays into the whole thing. You're right to have questions. I, I mean, I think it could all be clearer.
2: Well, I think it could be. You know, I I said this in the beginning, six six feet is clear, right? So six feet. But they weren't saying six feet in the beginning. They just kept saying social distancing. Mm -hmm. Well, I don't know what that means. Like, if I'm close enough to smell whether or not they're wearing deodorant, is that too close? Is that (laughs) Uh,
0: I would say just generally in life, that's too close, (laughs) (laughs) Bernie.
2: How do I judge if I'm socially distant enough? If I just don't like people in general, does that mean I'm always social distancing? You're in the clear. You're in the clear. If you don't like, see, that's the problem. It really is. Yeah. It needs clearer communication Um, and visuals and things that are catchy and um, memorable phrases, visuals. We're a very visual community. I kept saying right when the governor was first doing the press conferences in, in April and May, where are the graphics? You know, where's the clever little um, meme-like graphics that I should be sharing on social media to remind people of the rules? You keep releasing these 10 pages of words. Nobody's reading all that.
0: Didn't you say one time when you came in that you wish they would have gone with mask it or casket?
2: I did. I, did.
0: <laughs> well. I mean, you know... It's called brand buzz, you know. <laughs> and trust me, if anyone knows my poor children, we don't do anything that doesn't have a predetermined logo and graphics package and approved uh, colors and fonts in my house. You know, everything has to be New That's Music Tuesday and and everything else. All right. Well, tell yeah, it's us. it got to have
2: a rhyme or
0: something. <laughs> um, you
2: know, and, and it all goes back today's blog post. So today we're talking about identifying your audience, mm-hmm. and at every turn, all I keep thinking of. Who are you talking to? You're not talking to savvy CEOs with Harvard MBAs. You're talking to regular everyday people. Stop making it confusing. Make it so simple a kindergartner knows how to follow the
0: rules. I know we had a local uh, a local group here in Acadiana, and you could tell, you know, it, is, it has since changed hands a few times, but there was someone who was in charge of their messaging, and you can tell they were just used to talking to CEOs. Like everything that they right. said they would use these buzzwords, and um you know what, and I honestly think it's giving too much credit it weren 't buzzwords because they didn 't mean anything to us, but Bernie and I would be sitting in here and, be, and say, "But what does that mean you know and, and it, because, right. because you have to think about why it why it matters you know and uh, right. that's a big part it's so,
8: that's
2: what it 's all about it's all about knowing your audience
8: and I guess you know you have to know them. And then you just have to be ready, too, I guess, for criticism. Because, you know, some some issues now are such hot button issues that even though you can walk up to somebody and be like, hey, I hope you have a great day. And they're going to turn that into something political. (laughs) Right. Don't tell me what to feel. Don't tell me how to be. Mm -hmm. How do you know it's going to be a good day? What's wrong with you? I'm so glad your life is so good.
2: Okay. Don't you understand what's going on in the world today?
0: How can you be so happy? <laughs> how did you know my day was going to be good? Oh my gosh, that's killer! All right, stop telling me how to feel. <laughs> you know, I love that. Um, one time, I saw someone said, "Let's just be honest. If stop signs were proposed in the age we live in, <laughs> they would never pass. Like there would be there w- would be such dissent about. Wait a second. You mean you're going to tell me when to stop? And you know." Anyway. <laughs> All right, um, you can find out more at brandrusso.com. Click on the blog. Are you guys still doing the podcast?
2: We are. Mm -hmm. Uh, Last week, we interviewed Missy Andrade with uh, Boys and Girls Clubs of Acadiana. Amazing what they have been doing since March 15th to keep kids engaged. They took over, in some cases, education and did online classes so they could reverse the brain drain that happens normally during summer, but especially happens during this world's longest summer. Um, it's impressive. And the physical clubs are open. Um, they've created some ways to keep kids safe that probably most of our schools should go pay attention to and see uh, for ideas of how to do it when the school year starts.
0: You know, it's it's great that we have these nonprofits. By the way, um, did you tell Missy uh, my suggestion that um, – she should really moonlight as a Kate Middleton impersonator. Because <laughs> we did not cover that when you I said you were inter- you show- you shared this picture and you said gonna be interviewing this person and um and I'm like really F- from the UK she's gonna jump on a Zoom call with you awesome you know but it wasn't her just as good though just as interesting no it wasn't but All there's
2: right. a strong physical resemblance yeah you know, they're both pretty <laughs> cute girls
0: well. uh, we appreciate it. And, you again, you can find more at brandrusso.com to click on the blog. And knowing your audience, I mean, and truthfully, even if you aren't managing messaging and you aren't leading a company, it's important in life well, these days to he, know who you're talking there to. There you go. You know? There you yeah. go. Yeah. Thanks. As always, you got to know your audience. Jackie Russo, yeah. Brand
8: Buzz. Buzz, 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 buzz. You're buzz-tastic. Thank you for
0: coming by. Y'all are so cute. On the phone. Thank y'all. All right. Good talking to you. 752 now. Let's see. I just now got a yes. Facebook message that I think I want to read. Let's Uh-oh. see. Um, Are you sure about this? Well, I'm just going to glance. Implications
8: blah of the Secretary of State.
0: Okay, I'll check into it. Apparently, okay. there's a document that's going around that appears. Uh huh. It appears uh-huh. that the governor signed something, but the Secretary of State did not yet. We'll look into it and see.
10: Regarding what?
0: Um, It looks like it's because of the mask mandate. I think I think what the person is asking is like, is the mask mandate official because the secretary of state has not signed off on it as well. But this is amateur rob first 48. Right. It looks like it's an altered image, but we'll look into it. We'll ask the questions and see if the attorney general has to sign it. But I would say probably not because the previous documents, the attorney general did not have to sign regarding the emergency orders and other things. So we'll we'll look around. We'll poke around and try to find out an answer well, for
8: you. Well, here's the thing. What are the repercussions? If you're in public and you're not wearing a mask.
0: Like, you mean enforcement? The governor, How do yeah, you, the yeah. governor.
8: Didn't the governor kind of crawfish on the answer? I mean, is there really any enforcement
0: anyway? Well, he said, because um, that was the first question. The first question after the announcement and the medical experts, the first question from a reporter, I think it was a guy from WBRZ said, OK, so this is out there. How is it going to be enforced? Because we've heard other states where they put like a number on it, $400 if you're you're somewhere you don't have one on. And the governor said, I'm going to paraphrase, but he said something like, this isn't going to work if we have to enforce our way to compliance. We would rather Uh just help people to comply. (laughs) I'm sorry. I think maybe he needs to read Jackie's blog. About yeah. knowing your audience.
8: Uh, because yeah. there
0: are a lot of people who are like, yeah. uh, nothing's going to happen to me if I don't. Well, then I'm not wearing it. Yeah. So anyway. All right. Hey, we'll look into that, by the oh. way, and see if that's the real deal. We'll put a call in over to, uh, to Attorney General Jeff Landry. 754 now at News Talk 96.5 KPL Back with more after this.
5: News Talk 96.5 KPL. pal Depend on it. Fox
7: News Commentary. I'm Jimmy Fallon, and I'll have your mugshot medalists in this week's Crazy Crime Olympics next.
4: It's happening. In just days, Publishers Clearinghouse will be ready to award $7,000 a week for life. That's $7,000 a week, week after week, for life. Don't miss your last chance to win. Go to pch.com and enter before it's too late. That's pch.com. Better hurry if you want the next big winner to be you. Enter now at pch.com. Entries due 826. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited.
7: The bronze goes to a Connecticut man who broke into a lockdown restaurant and spent four days eating and drinking. We've covered some strange criminals, but this guy was really out to lunch. That being said... I don't want to make fun of him because he clearly has a lot on his plate. Okay, I'll stop the restaurant jokes before the radio station cancels my reservation. The Silver goes to a Florida woman who attacked her boyfriend after they got into a fight over toilet paper. Apparently they were having problems between the sheets. Get it? Because the truth is, we don't know why they were fighting, but we do know she has a real potty mouth. Cops say she cursed and slapped him, and they've since broken up because he refused to turn the other cheek. Such a shame. They were really on a roll. Of Charmin, and the gold goes to an Oregon man who crashed a stolen car into a woman who was also driving a stolen car. This sounds like a rom-com called Bridget Jones's Felony. Either that, or you've got jail. The good news is they did spend the night in handcuffs. The bad news is they didn't have fur on. That's your fox
5: news. You want to know?
0: Attorney General. He lied to Congress. Chicken bar should have shown up today. You slandered this man. Circus political stunt. KPEL FM, Brobridge Lafayette. It's not
6: out of control. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. That's what White House Coronavirus Task Force Dr. Admiral Brett Chirwa says. If we all do our part, telling ABC's This
7: Week, you really got to stop the bars. You've got to decrease restaurant capacity. You've got to physically distance. We have to have people wearing a mask in public. It's absolutely essential. Mask
6: requirements went into effect today in Louisiana and Michigan in place in 25 states now. Florida not among them. It had a record surge in cases over the weekend. Fox's Jeff Manasso has more live. Dave, the
18: number of known cases of coronavirus in Florida rose by some 15,000 on Sunday. Governor Ron DeSantis says in line with more people being tested in the state. You test 200,000 people at a 3% uh, rate, you're going to get more cases than if you test uh, 100,000 people at that. Also amid testing of nursing homes and prisons and large data dumps from private testing labs and what he recently noted as the erosion in social distancing among young people. About 12% of the state's population has now been tested. Some 18,000 hospitalized, though the state is not reporting
6: recoveries. Dave. Jeff, can schools reopen safely? House Speaker Nancy Pelosi told
2: CNN... Going back to school presents the biggest risk for the spread of the coronavirus. The
6: White House insists getting kids back in class is essential for education. Another surgeon shootings over the weekend in New York City, 19 Friday and Saturday compared to three a year ago. And there's another last night.
8: Shooting suspects turned to murder suspects early this morning when a one-year-old baby boy was pronounced dead here at Maimonides Hospital in Brooklyn. Police right now are on the hunt for the people responsible.
6: Caleb Mamalak with Fox 5 TV. There's a Trump tweet on that. The president wrote this morning, police have never been treated so badly, calling Democrat run cities a mess. Washington's NFL team will get a makeover. The Redskins name logo will reportedly be gone today after pressure from corporate sponsors to testify. America's listening to Fox News.
9: At Fisher Investments, we do things differently and other money managers don't understand why. Because our way works great for us. But it may not work for your clients. That's why Fisher Investments is a fiduciary obligated to put clients first. It's the highest standard for a financial advisor.
11: So what do you provide? Cookie cutter portfolios like the rest of us?
9: No cookie-cutter portfolios here. Fisher Investments tailors portfolios to meet each client's goals and needs.
11: But you do sell investments that earn you high commissions, right? And make commissions when you make trades for your clients?
9: No, Fisher Investments doesn't sell any commission investment products, and we never earn commissions on trades.
11: So what's in it for you?
9: Fisher Investments fees are structured so we do better when our clients do better. When it comes to helping clients achieve a comfortable retirement, we're clearly different. Visit FisherInvestments.com to find out why investors like you switch to us. Fisher Investments, clearly different money management.
11: Investments in securities involve the risk of loss. Democrats
6: are still upset President Trump commuted Roger Stone's sentence for lying to Congress, witness tampering, obstruction, and other crimes related to the Russia probe. The president calls him the victim of a witch hunt. But fellow Republican Maryland Governor Larry Hogan told ABCs this week he shouldn't have exercised
3: his power in this case. We've got a a guy who's convicted of seven felonies uh, a couple months before election for the president to take this action. Um, it's certainly going to hurt politically. Special
6: Counsel Robert Mueller insists his prosecution was done with integrity, without bias. Republican Senator Lindsey Graham wants Mueller to testify. A fire that broke out on a Navy ship docked in San Diego yesterday is still burning this morning. 13 sailors, two firefighters remain hospitalized. Navy rear Admiral Philip Sobeck.
9: Folks were either getting
6: either from heat exhaustion, smoke inhalation, uh, those sort of things. We want to make sure that, again, they're getting well taken care of. The injury is not considered life-threatening. Actress Kelly Preston has died. Her husband, John Travolta, announced it late last night, saying she battled breast cancer for two years. They acted in several films together. You might recall Preston from Jerry Maguire.
10: There is a sensitivity thing that some people have. I don't have it.
6: She was only 57 years old. After Johnny Depp's lawsuit keeps playing out in courts in England.
11: Johnny Depp's ex-wife, fellow actor Amber Heard, is expected to give evidence at London's High Court this week as Depp sues a British newspaper for calling him a wife-beater. During four days of cross-examination last week, he denied repeatedly attacking Herd, instead saying she was violent towards him. Her allegations, he said, had turned him from Cinderella to Quasimodo in the public eye. The newspaper, The Sun, is a corporate cousin of Fox News. In London, Simon Owen, Fox News.
6: On Wall Street, stocks could surge to start the week. Dow futures are now up nearly 200 points ahead of the opening bell this hour. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News,
5: your twenty four seven news source on air, online, and with the Cape Hill News app.
0: Now the headlines from the Cape Hill News Center. Good morning, I am Rob Kirkpatrick. On this Monday morning, your full forecast is coming up, but the hot weather is here. Daniel Phillips has your forecast coming up. Over the weekend, the state racked up almost thirty five thousand new cases of COVID nineteen, with thirty six new deaths related to COVID nineteen reported. So what about herd immunity? It's been talked about, but the Louisiana Department of Health says not so fast. Regional Public Health Director for Acadiana, Dr. Tina Stefanski, says if you think herd immunity is the ultimate answer for this virus... We are not close to that.
12: Herd immunity can only only be achieved when upwards of 80 to 90% of people in a community, and we, we actually don't know with this virus what that number would be, um, have recovered.
0: Stavansky says scientific evidence has shown the best way to beat the virus without closing businesses
12: is by wearing masks. And the more people that wear uh, face coverings in the public, we've learned from other countries that have done this successfully, what you do is then um, if you've got a great compliance in the community, then you drive down the level of transmission.
0: Assistant state health officer, Dr. Joe Cantor says people between the age of 18 and 29 continue to be the age group with the most new cases. And there's evidence that they're spreading the virus to older, sicker people. Cut 12. We will continue to see increasing hospitalizations,
6: and in time, we will see, unfortunately, increasing deaths.
0: The state is reporting more than 3,300 deaths. Applications are now available for the state's Main Street Recovery Program. In an interview with Keele News Radio in Shreveport, Louisiana Treasurer John Schroeder reminds small businesses in the state to apply for grants that help cover coronavirus related costs. The funding is part of the $1.8 billion in federal money the state received as part of the Care Recovery Act. Schroeder says that eligible businesses can apply for up to $15,000 to cover their COVID-19 expenses. President Trump and former Vice President Joe Biden easily won their respective primaries in Louisiana over the weekend. In Lafayette Parish, leadership for both the Democrat and Republican groups were also decided. Some voters on social media openly voiced their frustration that they couldn't cast a vote when they went to the polls on Saturday. It turns out in every case it was because they were not registered as a Democrat or Republican. Louisiana's presidential preference primary is a closed primary, meaning you can only cast a vote for the party leadership in the party in which you are registered. For general elections, such as the one coming up in November, all voters can vote for all candidates. To check out the way you're registered, visit GoVote.com. That's G-E-A-U-X, vote.com. A mask is now required. It's official today for individuals when they are inside a business or outdoors and unable to keep distance from others. Jeff Palermo has that update.
13: Governor John Bell Edwards has been resisting a mask mandate, but after seeing the number of COVID cases and hospitalizations continue to rise, he knew something had to be done. Our current restrictions are not enough. Edwards knows there are some who oppose a mask mandate, but and if you don't like the mask mandate, then don't like it. But wear your mask anyway. The governor says it's a better alternative than shutting down restaurants, casinos, and many other businesses again. I'm Jeff Palermo.
0: The U.S. Surgeon General says the battle against coronavirus can take a turn for the better if the American people do their part. On CBS's Face the Nation, Dr. Jerome Adams urged folks to follow basic public health guidelines, which include wearing a facial mask. Doing that could help turn the tide over the next two to three weeks based on how long it takes the virus to appear. Adams wore a face covering during the interview to make his point. Adams insisted the country is in a better place than earlier this year and that we're better able to respond to the virus. And finally, leaders in Minneapolis have to figure out an alternative idea after they were denied federal funding to rebuild after riots following the death of George Floyd. FEMA denied the state's request for nearly $16 million in aid Friday to help rebuild structures in the Twin Cities of Minneapolis and St. Paul. The monies would have been used to reimburse local governments for removing debris and repair and rebuilding the structures. The state has 30 days to appeal that decision.
14: The high heat continues across Acadiana for yet another day. Mid-90 temperatures expected by the middle of the day today. We'll see the heat index values probably range somewhere between 108 and 110. In fact, you've got a heat advisory that's going to be in effect through the afternoon as well. May see a couple scattered showers out there a little later on today. We'll keep those rain chances rolling at about maybe 30% through the afternoon. Lows are in the upper 70s at about 79 degrees. We'll see a slight dip in temperatures for the later parts of the week, but not by much. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPAL.
8: Right now, 81 degrees here at KPL. Are you only watching your credit to help protect your identity? You could miss certain threats. Save on LifeLock identity threat, a theft protection at their summer sale. You can go to lifelock.com. The promo code is risk, and the sale ends July 20th.
5: News Talk 965, KPL, right now traffic.
8: We have a report of a traffic crash with injuries in Youngsville at Schmeh Metairie at Laurel Grove Boulevard. Again, in Youngsville, Schmeh Metairie at Laurel Grove Boulevard. Make sure you're buckling up, keeping it safe. It's open enrollment season, and Metashare is a Christian healthcare sharing ministry that saves most families about $500 a month. Google Metashare and see if it's a fit for you.
0: All right, it is 8.13 now at News Talk 96.5 k KPL. Listen in the background. I want to be the guy that just plays that one instrument.
22: Mm-hmm.
0: That's, That's cool. what I want. Like, I want my name on the song, but all I want to do is have that, you know, make <laughs> that sound. Anyway, welcome back to Acadiana's Morning News. It's Monday, July 13th, 2020. Can we believe we're almost halfway through this month? Then it's going to be August. I'll tell you.
8: And then Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I was
0: going to say, Christmas is like two weeks away, it seems like. Um, John Williams joins us in studio. Um, by the way, John, you started a really great conversation in my household. We are we're not quite ready for launch yet. I know that hasn't ever stopped you because you love to jump in where you see a need. But we're not quite ready for launch, but we're aiming to do a September uh, drive in honor of my daughter's birthday. She was totally into it whenever I pitched the idea and told her about what your uh, son does and and we're all on board. So that's coming soon, but good morning to you. It's good to talk to you again.
23: Good morning. Thank you guys again so much for having me.
0: So um, we were talking a little bit about something um, just before we we came on the air and it is restock our culture. Um, I go to the website, mm-hmm. by the way, it's restock and it has this um, food music and hashtag clean scenes. What is this initiative? Mm-hmm. It's so cool. And I love any website that you know pretty prominently on the website it says pourquoi restock? <laughs>
23: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's uh my, I have a communications director Ola Tunde, <laughs> for Yombo. He always throws in those uh you know different types. So what what restock our culture is about? It's actually an Upper Lafayette Economic Development Foundation initiative. Um, one of the I'm the executive director for Upper Lafayette, and uh, one of the things that um, I set as my goal is to provide support structures for local businesses. And in this time with COVID nineteen, uh, you know you see all your small businesses and large businesses, but you see all these businesses really suffering, trying to figure out um, how to maneuver through these times in implementing new uh, policy, procedure, and standards for operating. Um, so what restock our culture is, uh, and I think we, we touched on it a few, um, a few sessions ago, whenever we spoke, but, um, COVID-19, the number one thing that's at greatest risk right now is our culture and traditions. We're a community that comes together and COVID forces us to not be able to come together. And what I want to do is use the arts, like music, food, dance, uh, use the arts um, in order to help us navigate through uh, these difficult times.
0: So, you know, uh, so mm-hmm. it, it often starts with defining what the difficult times are. And, John, I feel like that's the hard part. It's like I feel like before we were waiting for the peak, waiting for the peak. And then we had somewhat of a peak in April. Then we saw some reopening. And now we're sort of back in the same spot where it's like we're waiting to see what the peak is. Now, I'll be honest. I feel like people are maybe a little bit less scared this time because that we got a little taste of it back in April, but it's still, you know, for businesses, especially in an area where, you know, you're trying to bring more people there, trying to see how it works. And, um, you know, there you go.
23: I, th- I think the, I think the fear is this, you know, the, the, the worst part is, is every day, you know, every day that we're not able to, you know, uh, come together and behave the way that we're accustomed to, like with our culture and tradition, uh, that's what I'm afraid of. I'm afraid of that whenever we redefine this new normal, you know, what will it look like? You know, I love being from Acadiana, and I want to make sure that those things survive. And then when you look at the people who provide our culture, like all these musicians and these artists and these chefs and uh, service industry workers, You know, when you look at these people, these are people that actually have families. It's not about when you go to a restaurant, oh, I'm going because this is what I want to do. You know, it's more than that. You have people that are actually dedicated to, to providing the quality of entertainment and the quality of food and cuisine that we have here throughout Lafayette and Acadiana. When you start to attach a person to that, if we can truly appreciate where we come from and the fear will subside because what's at greater risk is our entire culture. Mm -hmm. And we have to make sure that we hang on to that. And that's what restockoutculture.com is about.
0: All right. How can people get involved? Um, You know, obviously, you know, you are the executive director of Upper Lafayette, but you are really an advocate for our whole area to really find the support they need, work through tough issues, and that's just that's just a part of who you are. How can people get involved?
23: Um, you can email us. Just contacting us through um, upalafia.com. We have the website, and it'll direct you. Uh, we have the office number up there. I don't remember it by heart. <laughs> but yeah. uh, you can always go through the website. Uh, and then also we do have a, our offices are located 1400 Northwest Evangeline Thruway. Um, that's on the that's on the throughway where the uh, visitor center is um and that's the best way is just to send an email or call us up at the office i'm headed there now um and you're gonna see more and more about restock come out we actually we're shooting twelve episodes that feature local businesses uh and feature the arts community um and those episodes are you know being released shortly probably within the next week or two. And uh, once again, it's 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 designed to get our community thinking a little bit different when it comes to, like, for instance, today we had to start wearing masks when you go into public places. Wearing masks, in my opinion, it's not it's not against me, you know. It's not trying to hurt me. It's there so that we can protect our frontline workers. You know, when I when I think about uh, when COVID first broke out. Uh, this was the first time I can remember a, a grocery store clerk getting praised for what they do.
0: <laughs> yep. And, not, and, and just going in just for being there.
23: Exactly. So at this time, this is not about what's infringing upon me, but this is about what can we do to make sure that we can still fulfill our basic needs? Because if it's not for those front end workers, we don't have anybody to serve us. So, That's what it's about. That is what Restock is about, to change the conversation, take us out of ourselves, because my dad always told me, anytime you start a sentence with I, me, or my, you're in the wrong game. So it's about us. It's about bringing the community together and doing what we do to make sure that our culture and traditions not only survive but thrive after this time.
0: John, I think you hit the nail on the head, and we appreciate your time and, of course, sharing all the things that you have going on. And I love that. I, I said at the beginning of the statement, uh, the segment about you you know, having a great idea and just jumping on it before all the details are figured out. We should be more like you, yeah, you know, you and, and maybe get more things done. <laughs> yeah. John Williams, thanks so much for your time. Good talking to you as always.
23: Thank you, my brother.
0: All right. It's 821 now at Newstalk 96.5 KPEL. Quick break here, and then we're back with Acadiana's Morning News. After a quick break, stay with us. Celebrating 20 years of enlightening Acadiana.
5: Moon Griffin next on News Talk 965 K
0: All right, it is 824 now at Talk 965 KPL. Okay. Yes. You just reminded me because your hair is a little bit different today. You trying a little something different? Okay. Or is this just All like right. what is you want
8: to know the secret? Yes.
0: Okay.
8: Mm-hmm. <laughs> you get to wear a ball cap. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so this is my version of the ball cap. You can wear a hat. Wear it. I, I don't I don't want to wear a hat. Yeah. Like I could wear a beret. Perhaps I'll try that tomorrow. (laughs) Please, Um,
0: please let it be a red beret. No, I have raspberry, of course. Raspberry beret, that's what I Um.
8: No. uh, (laughs) This is my version of wearing a hat.
0: Okay. So, you know, one time I And I don't use beard oil on my beard, so. (laughs) Okay, so I I will tell you this. Um, Yes, sir. I have had to change my routine because it Uh is such a production. I mean, it takes me about seven songs to take a shower. And I say that because I'm answering the music on, you know, in when I'm, when I'm taking a oh, shower. Oh, I'm with you. Know? you. Yeah, I get that. It takes about seven songs right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Because I have to wrap the cast.
8: Uh-huh. And I have r- to
0: r- rap Wrap yeah, yes. yes. And then I have to <laughs> hold it up and wrap it again. I mean, it's weird. Anyway, so I um, have decided. Yes. For the time being, I'm not going to take a shower in the morning because it just takes me too much time. So I literally like, Rolled, got the legs out of the bed, Mm -hmm. put on some pants. That's always good. Put on a hat and Uh I like literally left out. Okay. I mean, I brushed my teeth. Okay. Well, that was good. Thank Um, you for brushing. I brushed mine. So you're gonna get the hat. Okay. okay? I have requested hats from other people because I don't have many hats, because I don't love hats because they're hot. I know.
8: That's why I don't really wear them Mm -hmm. all that much. Yeah. This is this is me and you, Boo. I know. We are so special. But
0: you know what? Corona time. At least we have jobs. Mm -hmm. Least know. We, you know, we're, hey, we're so thankful for seriously. so many different things. Yes. Luckily, a you. lot of our meetings thank are you, happening uh, over Zoom or our yeah. phone calls now. Mm-hmm. So anyway, mm-hmm. um, by the way, we are going to be talking in the coming weeks about Martini's Healing House. <gasps> so they are still it. doing it. It's just going to be called Martini's. The big event that they have. Yes. You know, they don't have the big gala. It's going to be called the Martini's a la Maison. So you're actually going to be able to do it at your house, participate so, at your house.
8: So what you're saying is I can raise money for Healing House a lot.
0: Yes, yes. At my house, Three Olives Vodka is sponsoring it this year, and so everyone drank
8: that bottle. Well,
0: <laughs> did you, there was a mysterious bottle on my desk from last week? Did they give you one too? Yeah, you're you, lucky you got it. Oh, no. <laughs> what flavor kidding. did you get? Did you have I just a flavor got straight up? Do I have straight up too? Yes. Oh, okay,
8: mm-hmm.
0: I didn't look at it quite yet. Mm-hmm. Um, I looked at mine. I will say this. So they're gonna. (laughs) The inside. I was about about to say you look the bottom of the bottle probably. (laughs) Um, So they are gonna have all these cool things. This is so Um, much fun. They're including the live and the silent auction is gonna happen. It's just gonna be online, which Uh is cool. So we're gonna be talking about that in the coming
8: weeks. So the silent auction is going to be online.
0: You know, I love a good silent auction. Me too.
8: That's always so much you know, fun. I told
0: you we actually just recently used the one we won at Martini's. Yeah. I mean, I say one. Do you win an auction? I guess we had yeah, the winning bid. Okay.
8: Well, I mean, Sarah, you know, she knocked that lady down. So it's yeah. A, no, it's, a that it's a sport. It's a sport.
0: I'm talking when they're there to pick up those, the, the papers, you better believe Sarah's going to go in there and like, Seriously, Did a hundred like, more dollars. That's just right. To knock everyone else out. This is out. for charity, man. <laughs> um. So, uh. okay. What yes, was I saying about that? I don't know. So we just anyway, got off on Healing-house.org is where yes. you can find out okay. more information.
8: So here's what we need to do. Mm-hmm. I think we should work on this. Okay. Okay. I think what should probably happen is we're going to get all of the martinis ahead of time in terms of what they are and what mm-hmm. they're going to be about. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to have to... Put together the ingredients. Okay. You and I. Yep. Okay. Because they're
0: not going to be able to come into the studio this year. They're not
8: going to be able to come in the studio. I am going
0: to shoot some videos, though, on Thursday of the restaurants making them. So then we'll use those videos as. Yes. If you want to come, you can. Well, I'm sure I'll be tasting. Maybe actually, I might need you to drive me home.
8: Yeah. Notice how I didn't even get an invite to that. I mean,
0: I just now saw you 12 minutes ago after being gone for almost two weeks. Um, Anyways. All right.
8: So do you, uh, that's fine. Well, no, I'm not you, telling you. Well, no, my, come help. No odds, uh, I did. No. Come help,
0: because like I have to do a show. Okay. Oh, I forget. It is. Yeah. I, I am going at two o'clock. So
8: yes, very Isn't convenient. That convenient. And very special. convenient. Okay. The devil. Um. Hey. Um. So you're not. Gonna, I'm doing my own thing now. I'm going to um, I'm gonna watch your little videos and decide what the theme is, and I'm addressing that theme. Hope there's a pirate
0: one because that would be fun. <laughs> Sounds good to me. All right, it's 829 now at Newstock okay. 965 KPL.
8: Wow, where'd the time go?
0: See, time flies when you're having fun.
8: All right, so we're gonna get really crazy for Healing House
0: yep. this year. Mm-hmm. They need our support. They they do something that I think a lot of people, until you're confronted with yep. it, have no idea the service is even needed. Yeah. I think all often a lot of us grew up in a situation where you just push through things. Yep. You know you have you're dealing with grief, but you know the old school way was no. You need to get up in you the morning, get up and go. You need to put your pants on. Mm-hmm. You need to keep on moving, and time mm-hmm. heals everything. And and where that is true in a sense, why not have someone who is trained to help mm-hmm. the young ones in your life? That's right. Dealing with something like that, you have that? to know how to have both components. Yes, and you know what? You have to allow them to be mad. That's and right. You know what? You're not going to let them punch the wall in your mm-hmm. house. So you, mm-hmm. they go to the hurricane room at healing house and they, and they punch whatever the they want, That's you know, right. just to get it out. So yeah, healing houseorg house dot back uh, with more huh. after a quick break. Okay. And then uh, we also are going to talk to Keith Guidry from Lafayette Public Library. Great Sweet. conversation about the services they have going on that you may not know about. And uh that's all coming up. I like you.
5: Cool. Get breaking news first and exclusive content now. Download the free KPL news app free in the App Store and Google. It's the bottom of the hour. Now the top stories from
0: KPL965.com. Local hospitals Lafayette General and Our Lady of Lords Warning about capacity issues as the number of COVID-19 patients in the hospital rises. As of yesterday, the number of COVID-19 patients in our region in the hospital stands at 229, 35 of those on ventilators. That's nearly double the peak back in April. Lake Charles, Shreveport and the Alexandria areas also seeing a similar rise in hospitalizations. The New Orleans area, however, down substantially from its peak in April. The statewide facial mask mandate is in effect starting today and the governor's office has sent out guidance about what that means effective at 1201 this morning. All residents over the age of eight are required to wear a face mask in public. That mandate applies to all customers inside businesses and anyone outside when social distancing of six feet cannot be practiced. Edwards made the announcement in a special press conference over the weekend as Louisiana racked up almost 3,500 new cases and 36 deaths related to COVID 19. The governor also called for bars to be closed, whether they have a food permit or not, limited indoor events to 50 people, and encouraged residents to be cautious with informal gatherings. such as birthday parties. The House Education Committee will discuss plans on schools reopening in August during a 10 o'clock meeting at the State Capitol today. Matt Doyle has the story. Education Committee Chairman Ray Garofalo
15: asked parents to tune into the meeting live at legis.la.gov that will feature the state superintendent of education, state health secretary, and head of the LHSAA. He says they'll find out what the plan is. Louisiana has not moved to phase three by the time classes start. In
19: the hybrid model, are they going to provide online education as well as in classroom education?
15: If you missed the meeting live, you can find it on the Legislative Broadcast Archives. I'm Matt
0: Doyle. A recent study shows 73% of people say they're concerned about returning to work and spending time away from their pets, and 59% are worried their dog or cat may suffer from separation anxiety. LSU Vet School Assistant Professor of Community Practice, Nancy Wellborn says now is the time to prepare your pets for that transition.
20: That has to be a gradual thing. Uh, So what we can do ahead of time is start leaving home for, you know, 10, 15, even 30 minutes and then come back.
0: Wellborn says it's important to shake up the daily routine of leaving the house as pets, especially dogs, can pick up on the patterns that indicate when someone is leaving.
20: Getting your backpack or your purse or jiggling your keys, anything like that, they've realized that's the trigger, meaning you're about to leave. So we need to change that routine up as well. So pack your bag the night before.
0: Wellborn adds using different doors to exit your home if possible, as well as staggering the times that you leave, can throw off the triggers. Wellborn says it will help give your pet something to do and play with to take their mind off the fact that you are leaving.
20: Food dispensing toys or puzzle toys are really good. There's a ton of really good options out there. You can even make some. You can Google puzzle toys online and there's a ton of different options.
0: It appears that former special counsel Robert Mueller will once again testify before Congress. Senator Lindsey Graham tweeted Sunday that he's going to grant a request from Democrats to call Mueller before the Senate Judiciary Committee. The request comes after Mueller wrote an op-ed in the Washington Post responding to President Trump's commuting of the sentence of Roger Stone. Mueller described his investigation as fair. And finally, a new poll is showing Joe Biden with a lead over President Trump in the historically red state of Texas. The Dallas Morning News and the University of Texas at Tyler did a survey finding the former VP ahead of Trump 46 to 41 percent. 14 percent of voters were still undecided. A previous poll of voters in the traditionally Republican Texas showed the two tied back in April. That was weeks before the coronavirus cases spiked in the Lone Star State and again in the past few weeks.
14: The high heat continues across Acadiana for yet another day. Mid-90 temperatures expected by the middle of the day today. We'll see the heat index values probably range somewhere between 108 and 110. In fact, you've got a heat advisory it's going to be in effect through the afternoon as well. May see a couple scattered showers out there a little later on today. We'll keep those rain chances rolling at about maybe 30% through the afternoon. Lows are in the upper 70s at about 79 degrees. We'll see a slight dip in temperatures for the later parts of the week, but not by much. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 965 KPL.
0: All right, it is 839 now at Newstalk 96.5 K-PAL. Okay. Oh, sorry. Yes. Can sir. I give you an update? Update, update. So we got this Facebook message that had like a picture of the final page of the governor's proclamation regarding the mask mandate.
8: Uh huh. Okay. Uh-huh.
0: So when I went to the governor's website, it's mm-hmm. not the attorney general's signature that's missing, it's the secretary of state. Mm-hmm. So it seems as if there's a version that's floating around where someone has changed the text uh-huh. to instead of saying, secretary of state which the secretary of state has to put everything into law okay that's, that's that's what they it's it's an accounting thing right um because we reached out to the attorney general's office who said no it's not me that has to has to sign it it's not it's not um right. jeff landry who has to sign it so um so it's out there it is in effect there's no there's no issue um i do think that we will probably get some more guidance or at least some more questions about how to enforce this if that's the direction we're going, you know, if right, it's, right. because I—that's the hard part, Bernie. I mean, like, it, in other states, there's like a dollar amount. I want to say California, it was like you're caught in a place that you should have a mask. It's four hundred dollars fine. Law, yeah. Three actual law is stricter than the state mandate. That's and theirs, you know, theirs is on hold because someone has sued. Right. And so theirs is well, on hold right now. And that's what I was asking you know? the
8: guy that called in here Friday. Yeah. You know. It's okay like to say what your opinion is, but like if you're really like, you know, really fired up about it, are you, you know, gonna put your money where your mouth is? Will you sue about it? What was the um, last thing we asked
0: about that? There was another governor's thing and it was about hmm. oh, I know. It was about the um it was about the stay at home order. Yes. And everyone right. was all hot and bothered about that, but no one filed a suit. You know, and
8: right. However, you know, this may be different. Maybe this is different this time. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Um, And I wasn't trying to poke fun at the guy. I'm just trying to say, look, is this something you would actually, because I'm I'm curious. Mm -hmm. I love to watch people. I love to listen to people. I love to see what people, I I love human nature. We're interesting
0: creatures. Yeah. You know? It's an interesting time. So we'll see. But that mask um, mandate, it did go into effect at midnight last night. I know there are a bunch of bars that opened last night that mm-hmm. normally weren't open on Sundays to just say it was kind of the last hurrah for a while. And, um, you know, if you listen to the, the the medical team with the governor, their biggest thing with the bars was that though the young people aren't the ones having the serious illness from it, they believe that them going into that environment are then bringing it home to their parents mm-hmm. or grandparents. Mm-hmm. So anyway, just or have to see what maybe
8: happens. Maybe they're older coworkers, or, things like
10: that. Exactly. Yeah. You know, gotcha. yeah. don't bring
0: that around Robin Burn. We are one of us already on the scooter. Other one's wearing a headband. We're already at risk. You know, <laughs> look at us anyway. All right. It's 842 <laughs> now at Newstalk, 96, 5k. Okay. I want to tell you. What. Yes, go ahead. You go I just want to tell you about the Rob's ride of the week. Mm-hmm. It's an F250 Super Duty 2018. Ooh. It is as red as red could be with that camel interior. It's beautiful. And you can see it at kpal965.com every single week. I'm picking up a car from the service Chevrolet Cadillac pre-owned center. It's located right there at 1212 Ambassador Caffrey, not far from I-10 and of course online at servicegm.com. They have a big selection. Trust me, your dream car is waiting and they can help you find it. Maybe you're looking for a a first time driver, a car. Maybe you just want to try something out. Maybe you've never, you know, got this make of a car before. Mm -hmm. Um, that's why you can try things out. You know how I feel about cars burn uh, and it's like, that they're
8: awesome. I just like
0: to walk around. I mean, one of these days, they're just going to give me a universal key. And so on a, <laughs> on a Tuesday, I can just wander over there and see something like- and be like, I want to take this one for the day. <laughs> you know, cause there's always fun things. The universal key. I know the universe. Oh my gosh. How cool would that
8: be? That would be awesome.
0: The universal key that you can get into anything. Anyways, um, you can find more at servicegm.com. Of course, uh, it's going to be hot out today, but no rain. So that means you can go there and mm-hmm. see your car, find your dream car. Mm-hmm. It's Just there. stay hydrated, people. A Chevrolet you know, Cadillac.
8: It'll be, you know, a higher, um, heat index.
0: Heat advisory, right? Yeah. What is, what is yeah. it? 108 to 111? Mm, yeah. Yeah. <sighs> it's
8: going to be hot.
0: Mm-hmm. That's okay. I'm, I'm gonna tough. put some. I'm gonna put some Targill seasoning on myself and some <laughs> olive oil. So this afternoon when I go out to, uh, uh-huh. to swimming lessons, uh-huh. tomorrow I'll just show up like a big old pack of cracklings. You know, <laughs> we'll see how it you goes. Have
8: lost your mind? I need one of those personal fans. You can't do that because then you're gonna be irresistible to women. Boo. <laughs> okay. Who's to say I'm not already irresistible to women? 844.
0: <laughs> this Rush Morning Update is brought to you by Luxury Limo of Lafayette. Book your next traveling party at LuxuryLimoOfLafayette.net. Last week, the Seattle City Council approved a payroll tax
18: on Amazon, city's largest employer, the company that's responsible for creating more jobs than any other business in that town. After passing the tax, Councilwoman Kashama Sawant, Dared Amazon CEO Jeff Bezos to try to stop the Amazon tax. She warned him that if he objects, he'll lose. And that was just for starters. Listen carefully to what this elected official said to her city's largest job creator. We are coming for you and your rotten system, she said to Bezos. We're coming to dismantle this deeply oppressive, racist, sexist, violent, utterly bankrupt system of capitalism this police state we cannot and will not stop until we overthrow it and replace it with a world based instead on solidarity genuine democracy and equality a socialist world now mr bezos if you expected gratitude for building a business that employs hundreds of thousands of people a business that turned seattle into a techno magnet forget it these leftists these elected officials your elected officials they hate you they hate your business. They hate your success. And make no mistake, ladies and gentlemen, the leftists will not stop until they turn America into what Seattle is becoming, a dangerous, lawless, socialist hellhole. Why Amazon stays there amid all this hate, I really don't know. My friends, we're all living through tough times in our nation, but my good friends at Mahindra have shared with me that their customers are finding comfort in working their land. Mahindra owners are also using their tractors to help family members and to help out their neighbors. And your Mahindra dealers are there for you, too, right in your community. If you need a tractor to work through these tough times, visit whymahindra.com. Just build your own tractor and your local Mahindra dealer will give you a custom quote. I mean, they'll even deliver directly to your property. Right now, during Mahindra's summer sales event, you'll also get special savings on Mahindra, the official tractor of tough. So visit whymahindra.com now and bless all of us as we get through these tough times
6: together. Take advantage of rock-bottom prices and test drive a Mahindra today at Longlinet Tractor in Abbeville. Or visit
0: longlinetractor.com. That's longlinetractor.com. 100. Keith Gidry joins us on the phone from Lafayette Public Library. Good morning to you, sir. Good morning, Rob. Happy Monday. Thank goodness for coffee. Oh, I know. I, I hear you, and I'm on about cup number three, but I do the tea, <laughs> Keith. I can't I don't know why something happened. I mean, I've always worked mornings. Something about coffee. I don't know. It's never been my thing, but I'm on I'm on a few cups of tea, so that I get that jolt of, of caffeine, you know. Tea is a good thing. However you get your caffeine, go for it. That is the truth. What you guys um, have a lot of tea to talk about. Um, Lafayette Public Library awarded the state's highest honor for public libraries, which is, uh, you know, it's been so important and has become even more important, obviously, in the pandemic and kids being out for school. Um, And you guys have had so many different things to really keep kids and families, everyone, occupied.
19: We're so stoked right now. The, Lafayette, the Louisiana Library Association awarded us the 2020 James Modisette Award for public libraries. It's given out every two years, but not always, whenever libraries are making significant strides in improving patron services. Mm -hmm. And in the last two or three years, we've opened up the West Regional in Scott. Um, We've expanded our outreach services to include a bookmobile, uh, as well as the staff to operate them. And let me just give you some numbers. In 2018, our library system checked out more than 2.2 million items. And we had close to a million visits walk through the doors of our nine branches. Mm-hmm. So we've really been meeting the needs of everybody. Right now, with this whole pandemic, we've had to change up some things we're doing. Drive-through services right now, people can come into the library and check things out as well. But we've had to um, all of our items that are coming in. What we're doing is we just put them in a quarantine for seventy-two hours before we allow them to be checked out again. Okay, we've I uh, increased about that. virtual programming. Yeah, uh, on. Let's see. On when is it um, Tuesdays? We do a Tune In Tuesday with a summer programmer, um, so the kids can tune in for that. Mondays and Wednesdays at Kim on Facebook, you can check out our digital story time. Uh, so it's there's a lot of different evolving that we've had to do. But our goal is the patrons. Our goal yeah. is serving this community, uh, and what that does is it even whenever we do good work, it attracts businesses to the area. It attracts families to the area. Uh, and whenever we all do a good job, this is the best place in, Louisiana, in America to live.
0: Yeah. Tell me about the uh, Biblio Bike and the GoGo Biblio Bookmobile, because I've seen that thing in traffic. We've obviously heard a lot about <laughs> it. But, you know, for the folks that get to use it, I mean, a great resource during the summertime.
19: It's outstanding. We're, we're, whenever we started a long time ago, we had a bookmobile back in 1948. Uh, it went out of commission in 1996. And we realized that going out to the areas where people can't come in to a bricks and mortar library system when they don't have Internet access to get us online 24-7, we're going to come to them. So what we're doing right now with our bookmobile um, is we're actually going out every three weeks to different schools. Uh, We're doing this with the Lafayette Parish School System. Um, we found some schools where we could go to, and then the community can come to us during the hours that we're there. Mm-hmm. You can find out more information about it on our website, LafayettePublicLibrary.org. Uh, but I think there's six schools right now we're going to every three weeks uh, just to bring the, the library to them. We're bringing our services, we're bringing our materials, uh, and we're bringing our community.
0: You guys do a really cool thing with students in the Lafayette Parish school system as far as you know, their own library card. And when I tell you, um, you know, even with the school library or books that we would check out, like we constantly found ourselves with our six-year-old, you know, saying, mm-hmm. where are your books? Make sure the books end up <laughs> back in the, in the backpack. Make sure we know where they are. Hey, if you bring it in the car, make sure you bring it back inside. And one of the changes has been that we have transitioned her off. I mean, it's one of those things, like I, I sort of feel like it's what we're going to feel like when she's 18 and she moves on with yeah. her life. Um, But we've said, here is your library card. You're responsible for keeping up with everything. And though we know there are some exceptions with fines and and other things like that, which are built in, which are so great. We still keep that in the back of our mind. Hey, how long has it been? Do we need to renew the books? Do we need to bring them back? And it has been a really great learning experience, a responsibility builder, I guess you could say. Um, and, And it's a really cool thing that you guys do.
19: I love that you said it's teaching responsibility because the thing is, is that whenever we actually are given ownership or something, uh, it makes a huge difference. I've seen uh, photographs that they've sent to community relations, my department, of these children receiving a library card, and the smile on their face is Mm -hmm. bigger than a Cheshire cut. (laughs) And right now through the Lafayette Parish school system, um, if a kid has a student ID, then that child can use that student ID as a Lafayette Public Library card there's over 31,000 students that can use that It's fine-free.
8: I'm Bernadette Lee, and you're listening to News Talk 96.5 k
2: Wildfires burn millions of acres each year. And each year, wildland firefighters like Fire Chief James Hall battle to contain them. But they can't do it alone.
13: A single ember that escapes from a wildfire can travel more than a mile. It can ignite and destroy your home, your community, or more. That single ember can be just as dangerous as the wildfire itself. But you can do something firefighters can't. You can act now to prepare your home and your community for wildfire. You can reduce the risk. Do your part. Go to fireadapted.org.
2: Get fire adapted. Learn what you can do now to reduce wildfire damage later at fireadapted.org. A public service message brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Learn more at fireadapted.org.
15: Keyboard Cat, Hamilton the Pug, and Toast Meets World. These are some of the Internet's most beloved pets. And they all have one thing in common. Their stories started in a shelter. Start your story. Adopt a dog or cat today. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Training that pet to play the keyboard, that's optional. Start a story, adopt a shelter or rescue pet today. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States and the Ad Council.
12: I'm Elizabeth MacDonald,
10: and this is the Fox Business Report
17: movie theater chain amc says it has reached agreement to refinance its debt and has lined up new financing amc says it's also been working with landlords and is developing new health and safety protocols to keep theaters safe it plans to reopen cinemas on july 30th you'll be able to own shares of electric car company fisker it's going public helped by private equity firm apollo global management its first car the fisker ocean is expected to launch in about two years starting early Next year, you'll be able to buy Johnny Walker whiskey in an environmentally friendly bottle made from wood pulp. Parent company Diageo says the bottles called Pulpex are also plastic free and they are completely recyclable. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Ginny Cosola,
4: invested in you. It's happening. In just days, Publishers Clearinghouse will be ready to award $7,000 a week for life. That's $7,000 a week, week after week, for life. Don't miss your last chance to win. Go to pch.com and enter before it's too late. That's pch.com. Better hurry if you want the next big winner to be you. Enter now at pch.com. Entries due 826. No purchase necessary. Void. Get the free KPL News app in the App Store and
5: Google Play. News Talk 96.5 K-P-E-L. Brobridge Lafayette. Your 24-7 news source. On air, online, and with the KPL News app. Now the headlines from the KPL pal News Center.
8: Cape news time is coming up now on nine o'clock right now. Eighty four degrees here at the Cape studios. I'm Bernadette Lee with your news and information update. California fire officials are working to put out the fire after an explosion on board a ship at the U.S. Naval Base in San Diego until entered 21 people. Fox's William Lajanice in San Diego has the latest details
13: for us. The Navy does not want to lose this $1.2 billion amphibious assault ship. There was some fear yesterday expressed by a San Diego fire chief it could burn down to the water line. This is the second largest ship in the Navy after an aircraft carrier carrying a full contingent of Marines, tanks, helicopters and jets. The fire began yesterday at around 8.50 in the morning. Because it was a Sunday and it was in for repairs, a skeleton crew of about 160 instead of about 1,000. 17 sailors, four civilians injured when the explosion. Happened around eleven AM. Five sailors are still being treated at UC Medical Center for burns.
8: And it remains unclear officially what the cause of the fire was. Now, when it was first reported yesterday, it was said to be in the lower vehicle storage area of the ship. The Trump administration continues to call for schools to reopen their doors in the next few months. Fox's John Decker has more details from Washington.
11: White House
6: Press Secretary Kayleigh McEnany reiterating the administration's position that schools need to open in the fall, despite the large number of COVID-19 cases nationwide.
20: There are grave consequences for schools staying shut down, 55% reduction in abuse reporting in a state like Massachusetts when schools shut down, and all across the nation we've seen this. We depend on our teachers, we depend on our schools, and they need to reopen, and the president's been unmistakable on that.
7: The decision to reopen schools is up to states and local school districts.
6: The federal government can only provide guidance and recommendations. In Washington, John Decker, Fox News.
8: And there are growing concerns as Florida continues to see record highs in their daily number of coronavirus cases. It's coming up now on 903.
14: Mostly sunny skies out there today with another very hot afternoon expected. Highs are going to get up around 95 with a heat index that pushes up closer to 108, 110 in the later parts of the afternoon. Heat advisory will be in effect yet again today. A 30% chance for a quick-passing shower late in the afternoon, and we'll call the overnight lows around 79. Heat index likely staying in the 80s overnight tonight. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPL.
8: So right now, 84 degrees at the KPL Studios.
14: News Talk 96.5,
5: KPL, right now, traffic. We have
8: a report of a fender bender this morning, West Penhook at East St. Mary. That's West Penhook at East St. Mary. We have a traffic crash with injuries on traffic, uh, excuse me, Travis Street between Coolidge and Hyman. Again, Travis Street between Coolidge and Hyman. Make sure you're buckling up, keeping it safe out there today,